Donald Trump has a lot of rich and powerful enemies, and he reminded us today in a speech where he said, you might not see me for a while. What exactly did he say? Something like that, right? Yeah, he said, you're not going to see me for a while. I've got some rich enemies that don't like what I'm doing. Now we're seeing, look, there's a lot of conversation around an October surprise. The New York Times has an article saying, you know, James Comey dropped, you know, a letter. What will Bill Barr do? And I wonder who Donald Trump is referring to when he talks about his enemies. But this was a really ominous statement. I mean, he was talking about Big Pharma and how he's basically ruining their plans to overcharge the general public because that's what they've been doing for so long he's talking about middlemen yeah he's like why why do people in mexico have 50 cents for a drug that costs two thousand dollars in america starting to sound like bernie sanders if it's 50 cents there we should be able to buy it for 50 cents here you know and it's like that's legit that sounds good like why 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 shouldn't we have it mentions their middlemen Middle the middlemen. We they're don't know making, who they are. We never making, know who they are. They're making money. What are they making money off of? So Trump is going after very America. powerful interests. Yeah, yeah. And he's and he's talking about lowering drug prices. He's going up against China. He's got he's got the world against him, man. But he's got the American public on his side. Some of them, hopefully, M- most, most of them. We'll see. I mean, it's mm-hmm. been crazy. Yeah. Do you do you, you see what happened when they went to that lady's house in Portland? Yeah. So it's getting nuts out there, man. There was a lady who is, I'll just say she was acting a fool for sure. You know, she was wearing like a Nazi armband or something. They went up to her house and they physically attacked her. Okay, so Antifa physically attacked this woman on her own property because they didn't like that she was wearing this armband. I got to admit, I don't like that she was wearing the armband either. I don't either. I Why? I, Why? And, and, and I mentioned this too. Like you see the people in Walmart who wear them as well. Like no, I find, what? Yeah, because they're trying to make a point or something about masks. They wear a mask on their face. Stupid. Yeah, I think it's disgusting. I think it's absolutely disgusting. You know what? I'll mind my own business not going to go to somebody's house, you know, or, or even in any way support a group that would do that. It's America. If you want to put up stupid things in your, it reminds me of V for Vendetta when Evie goes to the comedian's house mm-hmm. and in the secret room, he's got BDSM, he's the got the Quran and yeah, stuff. That's right. And that was objectionable. And he was like, if they find out this is here, you'll, you'll be the last of my troubles. Right. And I'm like, yeah, if you want to do stuff in the privacy of your own home, you can talk about whatever you want. Just keep, you know, keep, I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll keep to myself, you know? But that's how that's how crazy it's getting. Now, outside of this domestic stuff, Trump's talking about his powerful enemies. He's just now talking about what is he? He's reimposing a tariff on Chinese aluminum. Yep. No, no, Canadian. Canadian. Yep. Yeah, he's talking about how the Canadian. Um, I I I don't know much about it. Actually, that was the first time I ever heard of it. But uh, yeah, I guess so. It's it's yeah. uh, something about them taking advantage of us. And yep. It looks like he's just trying to stop anyone from taking advantage of any American, which. Bravo, Mr. President. Bravo, because that's well, what we need. We've been taken advantage of for a long time, and he's stopping it. It feels like all of these interests are, man, it really does feel like we're, we're, we're being threatened almost indirectly. Yeah. I was shopping for some equipment, and I noticed that everything was gone. I went to, I'm not going to name the website, but I went to a specific website. I was looking at certain you know gear, and it was just everything was out of stock, all of the equipment, because it's all made in China, or, or it's all made overseas, and I'm like... This is crazy to me. Yep. Then you see gold sp- spiking. Silver is too. And this and yeah, silver, Bitcoin. And this brings me to uh, some, some crazy stuff, man. We going to war with China? YouTube just banned 2,600 Chinese accounts for influence operations. Yeah, they're, they're warning. They're, they're showing their citizens to be ready for air raids. Something like that. India's, you know, sending their... Uh, I don't know exactly what they're sending, but they're, they're setting up all their air bases... On, along oh, the man. borders of uh, 
China and India. So something's a lot of stuff's happening right now. It's I wonder, crazy. man. It just it's just it's crazier and crazier every single day. Not to mention, you know, the Ghislaine whistleblowing and a lot of uh, big, oh, yeah. a lot of big people are going down, and it's like it makes sense that the media is not talking about that. So, like so fires are everywhere because they want you be to be looking everywhere else. More right now. more videos about you know a guy yelling I can't breathe being killed in a prison, all this stuff. Yeah, it is a war for your mind and your attention, and it is getting crazy out there. So man, and we also got the story from L.A. that we absolutely just have to talk about because Mayor Garcetti has announced. They will be violating human rights of anybody who dare opposes their edict. That's insane. Now, that's a little hyperbolic, but it's not, it's not untrue. Yeah. They will shut off your access to water and electricity if you have a large gathering. The reason that's insane, beyond insane, I mean, this is, we're talking about dictatorial. We, at this point, True he authoritarian. Needs, he, Mayor Garcetti needs to be removed by law enforcement for violations of human rights for even saying these things. Absolutely. Immediately, mo- somebody needs to move for impeachment. He's saying he's going to shut off your water if you exercise your First Amendment right to peaceably assemble. And power. Water and, and power. power. Both. That's a few insane. Ye- a few years ago, the UN said, if Detroit shuts the water off to people because they can't afford their bill, it's a human rights violation. What would you call it if the mayor is saying, you want to exercise your First Amendment rights, we'll shut the water off to your house. That's a whole new level of psychosis. Welcome to China. Yeah, taking his cues from China. Here we go, baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. It feels like it's worse than ever. Is anybody in California going to stand up to him? Are there going to be any law enforcement that, you know, challenge this this egregious violation? Uh, I tell say. you what, man. I'm willing to bet that the utility company will go right out with a smile on their face and turn off someone's water. They told me to do it. Yep. Sorry, time for you to suffer, not me. Yeah, man. Individual responsibility is an important uh, thing. It's not just about you taking care of yourself. It's about you realizing you are responsible for turning that lever and taking away the water from someone exercising their constitutional right. Yeah, it's going that's on what in Australia doing. also. Australia is going nuts. With, with they're shutting up people's water? Not, not to that extent, but you can't go anywhere. You have to like stay within like a mile of your home. You have to... You can... I don't know exactly all the things. I haven't really been paying too much too much attention about the details, but from what I'm seeing, it's like they're they're getting there awfully quickly. Also, uh, just authoritarian. You can't go anywhere. Everyone's got to wear a mask. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know it's crazy. You know what happened? You know uh, what coincides with authoritarian lockdowns in the United States? You know, like <sighs> what? So, so there there are periods in the U.S. where they'll start enforcing crazy things. There'll, there'll be a ton of censorship, like the Office of Censorship. There will be the suspension of habeas corpus. Mm-hmm. And do you know what coincides with those actions? I, I, <laughs> I have a feeling I, I know where you're heading with this. What do you, th- what do you think? Uh, is it civil? No. Is it war? Yes. But is it civil war? No, it's not. Oh, no? No. Oh, okay. That's where no. I thought you were going. Suspension <laughs> of rights occurs in this country in, when major conflict breaks out. Oh, okay. With other countries, you're with saying? With other countries. Well, no, no, no. Just in general. In the general, rights are yeah. suspended. For obvious reasons. We had the yeah. Office of Censorship in the during World War II. And they said loose lips sink ships. So that you, you shut up. So now we're seeing all of this weird stuff going on at the same time. China, the, the security of uh, 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 the Ministry of Security in China told Xi Jinping and their highest officials, prepare, start preparing for physical confrontation with the United States. Wow. That was in, I think, April. In April. 
So let's 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 do this. Let's start with the uh, I'm, we're going to play the statement from Donald Trump, because this to me, I didn't believe it when you showed Adam showed it to me. I didn't believe it. But uh, if you haven't already, make sure you want to you want to let him know the deal with the like. like button. You better smash that like button. Come what's, on. What's the deal, though? No, no, no. You better smash it anyway. No deals. Smash that like button just simply because you like us. But then also, if you hit 30K, I'll put the Magabini on. He's got a uh, but, Magabini. But it doesn't matter. Smash the like button and share this video because it really does help spread the word, the good Tim Cast IRL word. The good word. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe and uh, hit the notification bell. Let's check out this, this, uh, this clip here. We got it from CNBC television. I'm going to play in just a second, but I want to point something out. So this is the video where Donald Trump says, I got a lot of enemies. You're not going to see me for a while. Adam shows me this. Yeah. And I was like, not real. No way. There's no way he actually. That, that's got to be a dub. Trump yeah. coming out with a warning about enemies and he's going to have to go into hiding or something. You Get made me second guess myself, too. I'm like, wait a minute. Did it? Is it real? Like, no, no, it's real. Because there are a bunch of there's a bunch of videos on Twitter. Yeah, the deep fakes. Where pe- yeah, exactly. And you don't know. So you were mentioning that you didn't hear it in the actual speech. Yeah, I watched the speech today and I, I don't remember this specific part. And I was just like, wow, how did I miss that? And actually, there was a part in the middle of the clip where it skips something. You know, he's talking about getting cheaper drug, uh, drugs from Canada and then it, it glitches or something. And then all of a sudden he's facing a different direction. This is not what I'm talking about here. This is when he's talking about having rich enemies. Go ahead and play it. And the politicians allowed this to happen for many, many decades. You have people called middlemen. I don't know who the middlemen are. I don't know. They never say middle women, so they're politically not correct. But I've heard the term middlemen for a long time. They are so wealthy. They are so wealthy. Nobody has any idea who the hell they are, what they do. They make more money than the drug companies. You know, in all fairness, at least the drug companies have to produce a product. Mm -hmm. It has to be a good product. But the middlemen, well, the rebate that I'm doing cuts out the middlemen and it reduces costs and the money goes back to the people purchasing the drugs. So I have a lot of enemies out there. This may be the last time you'll see me for a while. A lot of very, very rich enemies, but they are not happy with what I'm doing. But I figure we have one chance to do it, and no other president's going to do what I do. No other president would do a favored nations, a rebate, a buy from other nations at much less cost. Nobody. And there are a lot of unhappy people, and they're very rich people, and they're very unhappy. Here's my fourth promise to American workers. Beyond our medical supply chains over the next four years. We will launch our millions of new manufacturing jobs across many other critical sectors that are vital to our national security and prosperity, from electronics to machine tools to shipping aerospace autos, and of course to iron and to steel. And we'll we'll never forget your washers and your dryers, okay? (laughs) I'm not going to forget it. No, I he's, love, he's I love bringing media. it back. He's bringing jobs. He wants American jobs. He wants American company, American manufacturing. It's it's great. He wants pharmaceuticals to be made here. If they're cheaper elsewhere, we should buy them. Should We should be able to buy them at that price without having some middleman skyrocket it to 
for whatever the heck they want. And that's what they've been doing. People have been paying way too much for so, insulin, the EpiPens. Like, how much are how much is an EpiPen right now? They used to be really expensive. Right, they yeah, used I, to be. I don't, I don't know where they're at currently now. Well, I'm sure it's, it's like changed bucks. because of his executive order that he signed like two weeks ago. Yeah, that, that, was, that was part of his, his deal. His, the, the executive order was going to drop EpiPens, I think. Uh, I, I, everything, I I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and insulin. Look, insulin and EpiPens. Yep. Those are that's that's pretty important. Those Two important. amazing things. I was in a conversation earlier about universal basic health care and the and and you know one of the problems we face with it is that people don't realize there are a lot of treatments a lot uh, that are scarce and mm. hard to produce. Yeah, there's a lot of intensive labor involved in the specialists who can do certain things, and so universal health care when when people think that anyone can just have a treatment for anything, it's like no, there could be a base level care. Yeah, and I, even even that is a bold jump. I agreed with the, I, I saw that thread uh, when you were talking with that person, and I, I agreed with you. It's like there 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 can easily be a baseline to cover the base it's, things. It's it's still expensive though. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, but that, but, but I, I don't wanna, I don't want to get a uh, get okay. A, yeah, get let's sidetrack. Yeah, this is Donald Trump talking about more than just drugs, and he's yeah. saying he's got rich enemies. Yep. That. That was freaky to me. Uh, me too, man. When I heard that, I was like, <laughs> what did, is he saying? I, I did a double, triple take like, wow, he really just said that. He's he's going to be hiding. I mean, you, we kind of mentioned it earlier. The, the Durham report is coming out soon. Oh, yeah, baby. Like that he he's going against human traffickers. That's like one of his big platforms that he runs on. And bravo, because that's a huge deal that nobody talks about. And that's happening a lot, nonstop, all the time. Every single year, hundreds of thousands of people go missing yep. and disappear. And it's like, that's part of the reason he's building a wall, because it's cutting that off. They can't easily just transport people back and forth. And now he's talking about, you know, the big pharma isn't going to be able to screw the American public anymore. So it's like, this he's is screwing everyone over except the American public. So when I hear that he's going to take people's money away with this, you know, executive order and all that stuff... You're going to get a lot of enemies there, buddy. Yep. And they're going to be upset that you're coming after them. And you're adding enemies on top of enemies because, check this out from the New York Times. James Comey wrote a letter in 2016. What will Barr do? Two investigations appear to be potential fodder for pre-election political machinations. Look at this photo. Whoa. Some, 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 some photojournalist laid down on the ground, <laughs> basically. I'm not kidding. Like, this is, this is a, like, they're like on the ground laying, pointing their camera up yeah, to get yeah. this like, crazy photo of bill barr and donald trump but anyway this is the durham report how many of these people are sweating bullets mm. and not just little 22 sweat beads i'm talking about 50 caliber sweating bullets oh yeah these people are probably crying right now i mean they're they're lighting the world on fire because they'd rather the world burn than they themselves lose their power and that's what we're seeing well i mean it's more than that you're right. Go to prison. Absolutely. <laughs> it's one thing to yeah. lose. It's one thing you lose money for your pharmaceutical company. It's another thing when they're like, you're going to be locked up. Yep. That's and good the, point. Here's the other crazy thing. You know, to get a little bit conspiratorial, because oh. we have to. As okay. we do. I mean, would, I'm always down. Well, no, listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, listening. I'm just adding that disclaimer. There was a man, <laughs> a notorious trafficker. Hmm. He was put in prison. Oh, was he? Can he we died. not even say his name now? Well, yeah, we can say Epstein. Okay. But YouTube will definitely demonetize this whole thing now because we, we said it. But it's got, you, got, you got to say it, right? So this is a guy, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. yep. a former president of the United States, was in that. flight logs and ID'd by a victim as being on an island of a notorious trafficker with two young, two young women. Yep. And Donald Trump talking about enemies. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got a Durham investigation going on. Mm-hmm. And the report's supposed to be coming out. 
That doesn't mean indictments. But John Solomon, whether you trust the guy, maybe you don't, he said, he runs Just the News, if uh, if you don't know, that there's rumblings, something going on at the DOJ, and it looks like they're preparing indictments. Yep. Now, what does that mean if you're somebody like uh, former President Bill Clinton, who was in flight logs and ID'd by a victim as being on the island of a notorious trafficker with two young women? Well, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I think you'd be getting your hopes up if you think Obama or Bill or Hillary or any of these people are actually going to get right. you know, indicted or anything. But there's going to be a lot of people who do. Now, here's, here, here's, here's why I say I want to get conspiratorial. Imagine you're somebody who you know. Like, you, imagine, imagine there is somebody. Okay, I'm not going to go that, in that direction. Imagine there's somebody who knows they're on this list. Okay. And that the Durham investigation is going to, you know, jam them up. Yeah. Well, somebody else was in jail. And they're not alive anymore. So I wonder, it's not, it's not just about their personal, you know, loss of power or personal fear about going to prison. It's about who they could potentially compromise beyond this. Ah. So the way, the way that, you know, we, we know how the feds work, right? They'll catch some drug dealer and then say, rat out your friends and we'll cut you a deal. He rats out his friends. They grab those guys. Now rat out your friends. We'll cut you a deal. And that's how they go through mowing everybody down, you know, figuratively getting them arrested. So if the Durham report comes out and they, they snag some people, and, and I'm not necessarily saying it's related to uh, uh, Epstein or anything like that. I'm saying in terms of the politics. So there's two different things going on. You got Ghislaine and you got um, uh, Obamagate. The Obamagate stuff with Durham, they catch some FBI guy. You know, he's, he's corrupt. He's dirty. Then they say, you know how this works? Tell us who and we'll cut you a deal. Yeah. And that means they know, you know, loose lips sink ships, huh? So if, if they actually indict some people, those people are going to be terrified that they're not long for this world. Yep, true. It's not just about the individual they indict. It's about the information they get from them. Now, when it comes to Maxwell, that's a whole other different direction where she's got a list, apparently. She's going to start naming people. Yep. And I wonder, man, because the left tries to push this narrative that Donald Trump is the one who is trying to protect her or whatever. Okay. And he said, he said a couple of weird things about wishing her well. But they, they're, they're arguing that um, Bill Barr removed the prosecutor from the Southern District of New York because he was... Protecting like her from being... No, no, because a, he was going to go after... They're saying Trump, Trump got this guy removed because he was going to get her. Oh, okay. They're saying Trump's covering it up. I think, I think I think Trump wants her, wishes her well because he knows... He said it. That she's... Well, I know he did, <laughs> but I think the reason why he did is because he knows... That she she knows who the baddies the bad people are the people that are going down who Trump wants to them to go down and so he's like we we wish her well so that she can help us prosecute all these people. Well, he was asked, uh-huh. "Why would you wish her well?" And he goes, "Because her boyfriend died in jail." And it's like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch that part. <laughs> yeah, but the, that makes sense. In the Axios interview with Jonathan Jonathan Swan, he says, "You said you wished her well," and Trump was like, "Yeah, I wish anybody well." And he was like, "Why would you say that?" And he goes, "Because." Her boyfriend was in jail and he died, and you, we don't know how it happened. Right. <laughs> so I wish her well, and I'm like, that's exactly what I thought he was going to say. That's exactly he said we don't know how it happened. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> He's like, yeah. we don't know. Oh. She, is that what he said? Yeah. yeah, he did. He's like, we don't really know what happened there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's it it really does feel every day like Trump's not supposed to be in that place. Right. You know, like like everybody, every other president was in on the game. Yep. And Trump. Look, the, the, the Intercept said it. The Intercept is lefty, and they rag on Trump all the time. But they said he was like the most honest president, and, and simultaneously the most dishonest at the same time. Yeah, but it was because it confuses this, them all. 
this but one, I think he's doing it on purpose. Go ahead, go ahead. No, this one moment, it's historic. It's, it's the most important moment. That's why I always cite it, where he's like, the helicopter's behind him and the press are yelling at him. And they're like, what's going on with this thing with Saudi Arabia? And he's like, oh, it's an excellent weapons deal. We're going to make tons of money selling weapons to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and then all of these anti-war progressives are just like, uh. Um. <laughs> he just said the, loud, the, the quiet part loud. Yeah. Like, and, and that was it. He just blurted it out. Yeah. So that's what you get. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like establishment military industrial complex or whatever that are sitting there like biting their fingernails. And then he comes out and says, and they're like, oh, no, what's he doing? Oh, geez. When Trump fired, when he ordered 59 Tomahawk missiles fight at Syria. Okay. You know what the press was saying? Here, here. Yeah. Donald Trump now acting presidential. Is this the presidential moment for Donald Trump? It was like, there we go. So long as he's on track for their plan to blow up other countries. Warmongering. Yep. Yeah, it's good money, baby. Or like money when, power. Remember when uh, he was doing all those COVID um, press briefings and he was talking about the deep state stopping it and you see Fauci in the background just go like, just try to cover a smile. I don't think so. You don't remember that smile? I oh, do. You remember that moment though. But I don't, everyone tries to act like um, he was face palming or whatever. Uh-huh. And sure looked like it. everybody just sees what they want to see. Well, we're in the cons- you you warned it. We're doing conspiracies, so I figured I'd throw that out there just because you know why not? It's well, I'll put it this way: <laughs> when when that their feller in jail turned up dead, yes, ain't nobody believed it. Nope, that's my true. Favorite, my favorite. They didn't believe it before it even happened. My favorite story <laughs> was I think it was Chris, Chris Reagan, Reagan. Mm-hmm. when he's like, I got into an Uber and the driver turns around and goes, Yo, that dude didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nobody believed. No. <laughs> Everybody knew it was going to happen. Everybody was making jokes about it. It happened. It brought us all together. It, yeah, it did. It's true. The crazy thing is, how could it be that like basically every single person gets it and nothing gets done? You know? Well, it's because uh, the American public are not part of this uh, Yeah, dude. Well, they're, shu- they're shuffling that, you know, Maxwell, Maxwell around. around yep. Not keeping her in the same place. Mm-hmm. So if they really thought that Epstein, you know, if it was, you know, a, uh, a self-event. <laughs> a self- voluntary. <laughs> voluntary. <laughs> voluntary. They wouldn't be doing what they're doing. So anyway, look, the, the main point of all this is if you think Trump doesn't have enemies, you must be living under a rock because yeah. the media won't shut up. Right. But if you want to look at what he's doing with trade trade war, with oh, and, yeah. and now with these prosecutions, with pharmaceuticals. It's basically stopping China's plans. Because they, yeah, they, they're trying to take over everywhere, man. And let me, let me tell you, we know that in statecraft, political leaders get taken out when they start, you know, it, w- w- war isn't always the, the go-to. Sometimes you just go in and remove someone who's in your way. It's true. Donald Trump is in the way of a lot of, a pe- a lot of people. And he's, he's Did, getting more and more bold about it, becoming, learning how, what he can do as a president and using his abilities and they don't like it at all. Well, I think that he brought on Bill Barr. That's true. And Bill Barr is like, let me take care of this. Yep. Did you see that leaked recording from Ukraine where they were talking about Trump and Hillary? No. Where the guy goes, you know, if Hillary gets elected, it'll be really, really good for us. If Trump gets elected, it'll be good for the American people. Yep. They were talking wow. about how they, they preferred Hillary because she was going to do a bunch of international stuff, especially with Ukraine, and mm-hmm. it was going to help them out and benefit them. But Trump's focused on America. Yep. There are a lot of people who probably invested a ton of money. Let me tell you, let me tell you a, a funny story. What if I were to tell you that there was somebody who uh, worked in the highest level of, levels of government and had a foundation that was taking money in the hundred, to the tune of hundreds of millions from Whoa. other countries? 
Yeah. Really? Well, actually, yes. and and didn't for a long time while this certain somebody was in a certain position of power. We're talking about the Clinton Foundation. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Okay, that's, like, that's what much, I'm talking about. Too much innuendo. Okay, well, that's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Didn't get anything until the day after she went back into civilian life. And then the all of the money flooded in. It's crazy, man. Well, after she lost, though, a bunch of the, do- the donations started drying up. Uh, well, that's well yeah, because she was supposed to be president. There's, so, a, there's a period of when she wasn't Secretary of, Sk- of State. And then she lost... And it was like, oh, the the plans have been foiled. Yeah, the assumption is that people were paying the Clinton Foundation. They deny it, but I mean, of course, there's so much proof. But I'll tell you what, man, I don't care. Look, if if you want to play the the Clinton Foundation was selling, you know, favors, fine. I'll tell you what. At the very least, conflict of interest. The Secretary of State should not have a foundation that's functioning and accepting money from foreign heads of state. End of story. End of story. Period. Or, or, or I shouldn't say heads of state. I'll even be a little bit vaguer than that. They, sh- they shouldn't. If you're working in the public sector, you should not have a foundation that's taking money from foreign governments in any capacity. <laughs> and then what, what did they get? Flynn, Flynn was simply doing his job, yeah. t- talking to other countries to see where, where they stood. Russia, Russia, well, he, he, specifically he, Russia. He didn't want Russia to engage in escalation of, of these, like the, some sanctions were going down. He said, right. don't escalate. Keep it tit for tat. Yes. You know, and we can talk. We, let's work through this. And it was on the level. Right. Dude, exactly. when, when you get Glenn Greenwald, OK, this guy, this, the intercept rags on Trump all day when and, th- and he's been fantastic about covering the Russiagate BS. He did a whole like two and a half hour thing breaking down Obamagate. It is it is a hard story to follow. But he's like it was he basically said it was a, a bunk, you know, BS. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, permanent government style fake prosecution of an incoming government official of a duly elected president and that's it man yeah what they did to flynn and they're still trying to go after him he did nothing wrong they won't they won't stop yeah he didn't be exonerated went after his kid dude so this is yeah you want to talk about trump's enemies Hmm. so the way trump's framing it that sounds scary to me i know you're not going to see me for a while is going to go in a bunker and lock it down and put some guards in front of him and just wait until the election's over (laughs) no he's probably going to wait until a lot of people get arrested. This Durham report's going to come out. He he's seen it. He yeah. he talks about. It. He's co- talked. He said. What did he, few, what did he call he, it? Breathtaking. Breathtaking. He said that that the report <laughs> is breathtaking. So oh, it boy. took his breath away because what he's seen. And he's like, you know, I, I I don't know if I should get involved. I probably shouldn't. I haven't been. I'm letting you know. Ag I'm, Barr and I'm worried about Bill Barr. I, I, I man, I mean, they're you're right. He's he's probably a huge threat to these people also. Dude, did you see what happened with the uh, the guy who tried slashing the brake lines of the NYPD? No. July, I think it was July 16th or 17th. Some Antifa guy. Uh, actually, no, let's go back in time a little bit more. It was like July 12th or something. Some Antifa guy was talking to another person and said they wanted to hurt police and hurt the, the pro-police people and stuff like that. And so it turns out the guy he's talking to was a paid informant for the NYPD. Oh. Now, what we don't know is whether or not the informant became an informant once he was told these things or was always an informant. It could be that this Antifa guy, Black Lives Matter guy, was talking to a regular person who panicked and then called NYPD and said, yo, this guy's nuts. So this guy says he, wanted, he, was, he was trying to plot. He was casing the Verrazano Bridge, which the, for those that don't know, the Verrazano connects Brooklyn to Staten Island. 
and it is the, the I believe it's the largest suspension bridge it's in the country. Huge. I was reading about it's, it. It's a huge bridge. They were casing it. I don't know what his plan was, but he said he wanted to disable it so that white supremacists couldn't use it to get you know out of Staten Island into Brooklyn or something like Jeez. that into Brooklyn. So what ends up happening is disable. he goes with this guy. This is a crazy story. He goes with this guy and they start casing around New York trying to find vehicles from the NYPD. Finally, they find a van. He he allegedly he gets out and tries cutting the brake lines. He actually, he apparently cut a, an, uh, an anti-lock brake sensor. But the NYPD was surveilling him the whole time. And they got footage of it. This is what they alleged. Whoa. So knowing what's been going on across the country, what do you think happened to this guy when he was arrested for this? Well, he was released right away. Immediately without, without, without bail. Not surprising So you know what the feds did? Arrested him immediately. Arrested him immediately. Good. Yes. Well, okay, no, no, no. Immediately is is Whatever. exaggerated. They, they, but they the got feds, him, though. The feds came in a couple weeks later, which was just the, uh, just the other day, uh-huh. and arrested him. And this is this is crazy to me because I was so I, I was covering this earlier, and I read through the affidavit from the FBI. The FBI is my understanding, and I could be wrong. Gets involved when something is is interstate. They're okay. a federal, they're federal jurisdiction. If you're in a state and you commit a crime, this, it's the state's jurisdiction, not the federal government's. Right. If you're going between states, the, that's when the feds come in. It's a, it's a brilliant system. So what did this guy do that warranted federal involvement? Oh, boy. Nothing. You know, the, you know, you know, that's a good point. You know what the feds said? What? The NYPD engages in interstate commerce and uses their vehicles to do such. Really? That's it. What? And so, I would, so wait, but that's, how would they arrest him for that, though? Because they were arresting the feds it is my I could be wrong about this. And that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about. Well, this is conspiratory the, hour. Listen, listen. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Love listen, it. the FBI affidavit said we arrested him. Here's why we arrested him. Here's a picture of the evidence. Here's what he did. Okay. And then the last paragraph says the NYPD uses these vehicles for interstate commerce. And, and I'm like, OK, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This guy was was informed upon by an NYPD informant arrested by New York City for crime in New York against the NYPD. Why is the FBI getting involved? And the affidavit, the guy's apparently facing like 20 years. I don't know, man, but I'll tell you this. The NYPD, the, it was, it's not the NYPD that released him. It was a judge that cut him loose. Yeah, it's always the judges yeah, that are with, letting with, him out. With like no bail, apparently. Just like, you're free to go, sir. Mm. So the feds came and detain, detained him and said, you're not going anywhere until trial. I bet the police are pissed about it. Yeah. Because they're the ones arresting them, but then the judges are the ones that let them all out. This is what's crazy to me about what's going on right now. Yeah. So now that we're, now that we're in the weird uh, conspiracy-minded space in Portland, how do these people keep getting out of jail? The courts can't indict them. The grand juries won't indict them. And the judges, like in New York, cutting them loose. Yep. How do you have a guy who tries to cut a brake line for the NYPD? Yeah, it's You're insane. free to go, sir. No bail required. You're we not a threat to anybody. just watched you do it. The dude was casing the Verrazano Bridge, allegedly. Holy cow. This is all allegedly. <laughs> and they're like, the next allegedly. day, you're free to go. So the feds got involved. And this is what's crazy to me. This says to me that Bill Barr is dropping the hammer and yep. he's not playing games. Here, here. So the FBI arrests this guy and says, well, you know, these vehicles are used for interstate commerce. Therefore, it's our jurisdiction. It's like, huh. Now, maybe they could get involved. Maybe that's my misunderstanding, but it didn't justify any even any, any other way. It like seemed weirdly like it was trying to. My understanding is like, maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. Why, why would the FBI be getting involved in state level matters? I thought it was going to say something like this dude traveled from out of state into New York. It didn't. Just the vehicles are used for these things. Therefore... That's why I'm saying, you know, uh, I'm, 
Interstate I'm, commerce, though, I'm still still thinking about that. Like, what what would the NYPD be doing if if they have proof that the NYPD has used that van for it's, interstate it's, commerce? No, like, the vehicles what, in general. Just like in the, general. That, that's why I'm saying like this to How me. Does that make sense? It just it doesn't. No, it what, doesn't. Ma- what makes more sense is that the FBI and the DOJ are taking it seriously. Yeah, these are violent extremists. They're terrorists. Trying to cut the brake lines. That could have killed nine police officers who were in the van. And, and, and what is allegedly <laughs> casing the Verrazano Bridge, like, what is what is that? They're going to blow it up? What are they going to... I don't know. You know, it's a suspension yeah. bridge. So if they hit the right cables, the whole thing could crumble down. Like, that's that can kill thousands of people. I'm sure millions of people go over that bridge every day. These are crazy people. Now, crazy. Now, to be fair, to be fair, I do want to stress, I'm, I'm very much a fan of innocent until proven guilty. So... You but know, when they were surveilling him and watching him cut the brake lines, it's still, it's still their allegations. Like, uh, okay, you, you show me a video of the guy doing it, and that's a different story. Sure. Even then, I'll be like, is it the same guy? There's a photo you can't tell it's him. They they show a photo of a guy under the van, mm-hmm. and they're making these accusations against them. Here's the thing, man. You know, look. So what we've seen, I'm, so I'm not going to say the guy's show, name. The, the photo that they've given to the public of him under the van. It's in the it, no. It's actually the FBI for David. Oh, so okay. it was submitted to the judge, but it's public record, so you can see the photo of the guy under the van. Wow, okay. And they're saying it's him. There was one of those wall of moms. So, so the, the other day, uh, it was a riot in Portland, and of course, they, of course, the Democrats and these leftists on Twitter are lying every single day, nonstop, saying now that the feds are gone, everything's peaceful. Yeah, it's, it's right. not been true one time. Yeah, they just switched from the courthouse to now the East Precinct, and they're yeah. they're trying to burn and, that down and now. residential neighborhoods and residential areas. And yep. the moms, one of them, got arrested for felony rioting and was released right away. Yeah, and there's there's a video of one of those moms that just like trying to wile up the crowd, like we're here to f stuff up. We're here to have stuff up. We're here to have stuff up. Like, just like, what? You're wearing the mom shirt. Like, you're you're for peace, aren't Propaganda. you? No, you're not. They want to f Lies. stuff up. That's what that's Andy, what they're about. Andy No called it. Andy No. When the moms when the moms first appeared and their arms were linking together and they were like, but we're just mothers. Andy said, I recognize many of these women. They're Antifa. They're they're lying. Yep. They're, it's propaganda. Sure enough, now that the riots are continuing, they're actually overtly engaged in the riots wearing the yellow shirts yeah you know what really 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 got me angry today Ooh, really 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 angry really really wow and i was reading about night 70 of the ongoing riots night in portland 70. and the article from oregon live had 16 instances of the word protester and i believe two instances no no yeah and two instances of the word demonstrators wow in an article titled police declare riot <laughs> And I'm like, stop, stop, just say it. There is a weird, like, cognitive dissonance dissonance going on in the narrative of the far left riots and extremism. Yeah, where it's like, there's, I I can tell their fingers are probably like shaking as they type the word protester, and their eyes are twitching. From (laughs) it's like, it's not true, but I have to say it. Yeah, protester. They're not protesting anything right now. No, they're just trying to burn stuff down. Yeah, they're straight up simply rioters. Period. No, no confusion. The the protesters left. They're they're they don't have their shield anymore. You see who there? It's all just Antifa burning stuff. Rioters. I wonder why they ba- backed off the courthouse because the feds did not leave. There's a video where the feds are walking around sweeping up trash, and the left is is screaming at them. Yeah, and the feds are just sweeping up trash. That for some reason, the far leftists, Antifa, stopped throwing the explosives. 
Now, when it was initially reported that other protesters stopped them, that says to me they wanted the opening for the propaganda. Yep. Once it was announced by the Democrats, by Kate Brown, that the feds were withdrawing, even though it's not true and they're still there, all of a sudden the protesters stopped Antifa from throwing explosives. Then when there was no fighting, they said, oh, look, now there's no fighting. You see, it was Trump's fault. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. that same day when they claimed there was no fighting, they were, there was a bunch of far leftists uh, rioting through residential neighborhoods uh, 100 miles south in Springfield, Oregon. Wow. And then since then, as they've been saying, see, the federal courthouse is all peaceful now. It was Trump's fault. The feds are still there. They didn't leave. I know. They're all but still now, there. But now Antifa is going to residential neighborhoods. They went to some woman's house and they physically attacked her on her property. Now, mind you, like we mentioned, this lady was acting a fool. She was wearing a Nazi armband. Yeah. But you, you don't go to someone's property and attack them on their property. They were, they were screaming at her, take it off. And it's like, yo, bro, she's in her own house. They were blasting her with those lasers. They were trying to, they were trying to permanently right maim her. Yep. This is, people don't realize it, man. And this lady didn't realize it. The green lasers they use will permanently blind you. Yep. I am not exaggerating. It's not a joke. They will hold it in your face. And if you look at it, you could be blind for the rest of your life. There's a tool that they use, and they've used for a long time, called the Dazzler. This is used by law enforcement. It's used in the Middle East. And it's a powerful green laser. They point at your face, and they click it and, and blast you, and it makes you blind for about 30 seconds. So the easiest way to explain it is, like, if you've ever looked at a light directly, and then you get those spots, imagine that covered your entire field of vision. Forever. Forever. Just wiping out your ability to see, just frying your, your, your lenses or whatever, how it works. It's crazy. So we use these. They're weapons. And they were doing it to this woman because they didn't like that she was wearing an offensive piece of uh, an offensive garment. Honestly, I don't like it either. I, yeah, exactly. I'd have no problem, you know, swearing at her or something. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, like, you know, what, man, the, the, the problem with a lot of these people that think they can wear this to antagonize mm-hmm. is they look it, 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 they're not doing what they think they're doing. Right. They're just looking like idiots. So but you know what? I mind my own business. Am I going to walk up to somebody's house and swear at them? No, I'm not going to do it. If I saw somebody in public, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to stay, stay away from that kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go, you go do your thing. You get away from me. You want to you start trouble with me? You, you'll find trouble, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mind my own business. For them to go to somebody's house, here's, here's what's important about this in terms of escalation. It was never going to be something you know, ridiculous like Antifa shuts up someone's house, knocks on the door and says, we couldn't help but notice the wind chimes. Yeah, well, wind chimes actually come from this country, so prove it wasn't going to be ridiculous. It's going to be incremented. So now they're going to say we're justified in doing it because of what she was wearing. Now that the media has not, where, where are the headlines? Where's CNN? Where's any of these outlets to be like, yo, don't go to people's houses? Nowhere. Well, they don't want anyone knowing that Antifa actually exists. That's what, oh, they've, been, yeah, that's what sure. they've been telling right. everyone. They can't, they can't now switch their tune because then it'll prove that they've been wrong for the past two months. You know? So now they, can't, that, they can't switch. And now that Antifa knows... They can go to someone's house and nothing will be said about them. Negative. That, that's a good point. Now they, scary. Go to, now they can go to anybody's house. Hmm. See, see, if the media called them out there, they would, have, they would have defended themselves and said, well, you know, we wouldn't, but like, look what she was doing. Now that the media said nothing, it's like, car blanche. Go for it. Go to somebody's house. Yeah. They went to Andy No's house. Did they? Yeah, a while ago. And they've, they've been threatening and intimidating him. They physically attacked him in the street. Yeah. And look, they've been to Tucker Carlson's house. They've been to Cassandra Fairbanks' house. They went to the politicians' homes. This is terrorism, dude. I'm sure they don't like us. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, I think I, 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 keep, I, I keep a lot of it to ideas. 
you know, we, we both do. Yeah. We, we, we're either talking about the highest level or the general concept. True. When you start going, when you start talking, you, you name one of these people and they'll, they'll come to your house. And that's the thing about Andy. Yeah. He does call each and every one Andy, of them out. Andy does. He, so whenever these people get arrested, their information is public. Yeah. So Andy reports on who the people are, what they're doing for this. They've made up insane fake news about him and they go after him. They go to his house. They attack him and stuff like that. So, but definitely, you know, they don't like what we're doing. That's nope, for sure. Definitely not. They love it when the media lies. What, what was it? That video they put out where they were like, stop filming us and posting videos mm-hmm. because we're getting arrested. Yep. They were, they're basically just begging people to please stop filming us doing what we're doing because we're getting people are, are finding us through those videos and arresting us. And all I can think is just like, good, good wow. riddance. Did you keep filming? People are going to film it because they want the clicks. Sorry. That's kind of what the society is now. People want to get those views. They want to get the shares. And you're you're the star of the show. And we're all watching you like a, you're the spoiled little brat that you are. And you're getting arrested because you're rioting, rioting, not protesting anymore. You're rioting. What's this? Now, this story gets crazy, bro. So oh, th- so that, that, that previous story, I'll say, was just a, like in connection to Bill Barr is going after these people, okay. right? Yeah. So, that, that you know, we started with talking about Trump and his enemies. Then you get Bill Barr, and he's the one launching these these investigations, prosecutions as the attorney general. So that's why I'm like, I'm worried about, you know, Bill Barr as well. Yeah, good point. Then you see this Antifa guy who gets released, and then the feds jump in and lock him up. I wouldn't be surprised if the stuff we see in Portland, we're going to start seeing, you know, federal indictments we, i mean we are we literally are well the fbi has a list of over 300 people that they're they're going after exactly right now now this story is getting a little crazy check this out one tweet tried to identify a cop then five people were charged with felony harassment whoa is retweeting an officer's photo cyber harassment now the first thing i'll point out is i do not trust the verge okay the verge is far left they lie however this story is essentially what they're saying. Some far leftist published a photo. There was a cop wearing a, I think it was a, a thin blue line mask. Okay. And they said something like, if anyone knows who this B is, throw his info under this tweet. And then there were five retweets, I think. And so they, those people who retweeted it, they're charged with felonies. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Felony harassment. That's yep. what you said? Now, there's an interesting thing about this. Interesting. You know, my first reaction is, does this cross the line, right? If I'm a journalist and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to figure out who this guy is and crowdsource some information, is that harassing somebody? Yeah, I don't know. It's, that's a tough question. I mean, they literally dox people to get people to, to go, go to their, their houses house and, and exactly. attack them. So, I mean, if you're trying to do a story on someone, it's as journalists. But it's the action itself. You're right, exactly. So here, and the atten- intent. So also. this, I got, I got to say, this does to me feel extremely flimsy. Okay. And, it, and it, it may just be an intimidation tactic. Good point. Using the arrest to, sh- you know, shock and scare. But there, there is still, I think, an argument. These people are retweeting it. That's a group of people getting together, showing someone's face and yep. asking for their private information. Yep. So I guess the argument is typically harassment is persistent. But what if you have group harassment or some kind of cyber stalking with a group of people? If if like it's like gang violence, right? Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself and you get into a fight, they might just be like bad hair to everybody go home. You're with a group of people wearing like, you know, some imagery or something. And they'll say it's gang violence. That's what happened in New York with the Proud Boys. 
So uh. Proud Boys fighting Antifa was gang violence. Okay. If these far leftists are grouping up online to target cops and, 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 and it's literally to pull up private information, are they engaging in harassment because they're in a group of people? Oh, and it's, they all tend to have like the, you know, the little hammer and sickle. You know, they, they're proudly, <laughs> they're proudly posting it on their, in their names now. Yeah. You know, we're seeing that. Rose. So I, I don't know, I don't know if they did, you know, but that's, that's basically like wearing, you know, uh, all wearing the same bandana. You know, my, my, my big problem with this story, you got the ACLU obviously saying that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. They said that uh, uh, they confirmed the existence to The Verge and said this individual, uh, uh, as did the attorney, The Verge has also reviewed it. So I guess, I don't know what the ACLU is saying. Obviously, they're, they're viewing it rather negatively, I guess. But I'll tell you right away, when I see The Verge talking about it, my first question is, what did they omit? Good point. I don't, look, man, there was a story once from The Verge, and it talked about Blair White. Okay. Yeah. Do you familiar with Blair? I know a little bit about her, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Blair White, conservative, trans YouTuber. And The Verge wrote like a smear about, about Blair. Okay. Blair then said, whoa, this is like ridiculously not true. So then the author then just said, oh, okay, we'll fix it and added a whole new paragraph of fake news and lies. More <laughs> smears. More. More lies. Oh, man. And I reached out to somebody who was involved because I know a lot of these people. I worked, you know, I, I worked in the New York media space. Yeah. And they, they just didn't respond to me. Of course and not. It, and I'm like, this is this is nuts. I was like, this. I reached out to this person. I know this person. We've had lunch on several occasions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. This, this is not true. And, you know, I think you guys should issue a correction. Ignore. Stayed up. So when I see this story, you know what I think? I wonder what they were doing behind the scenes. I wonder what the cops actually know about what they were doing. Sorry, I don't trust them. I don't trust the ACLU because the ACLU is, is, is overtly engaging in racist you know policy anti-civil rights yep. on numerous occasions i know the verge has published fake news i would not be surprised if the goal of this article is to make it seem like they did nothing wrong and they're simply being persecuted for just posting silly tweets yeah right and it's because of the lies they've put out that's put me in this position because i'll tell you what if this story on its face is true i don't think they should be charged for this well i mean all they're saying is that they retweeted it but they, they, they could be leaving out that they retweeted it with information of the person that that they were asking for. You know, like trying to spread the fact that they know who this person is. Retweet. Here's some information I've got. Anybody else have more information about this specific person because we got to go after him. You know, maybe they were openly talking about it. You know, we don't know. And there's no other. I can't really find any other stories talking about it other than The Verge. Wow. So I'll tell you so this. So why, why would they even talk about it? Just because they're trying to make the cops that arrested them look bad? It's you a know? hot story. I guess, yeah. It's to be like, whoa, look at this encroachment, this authoritarianism. I'll tell you what, right yeah. away, first of all. Oh, they're really fascist. See proof. Absolutely. Yep. If, I mean, and, and hey, I'll tell you what. If they're telling the truth on this, then these people should, I don't think they should be charged, especially with a felony for posting a photo. But it's getting interesting, I'll tell you what. Because at a certain point, we have a serious problem with doxing and harassment. Showing up to people's homes. Mm-hmm. The officer basically said that it, it, makes, it made them feel threatened because they were trying to publish, you know, their family, their information. You know, it's crazy. In Portland, when, you know, the cops switched from name badges to unique identifier codes. Yeah, yeah, the numbers. It's very much like uh, Watchmen, the new series. I haven't I, seen it yet. I didn't, and I'm not going to. Okay. But in the show, all the cops start wearing masks because people were publishing, you know, these, these, the bad guys. This is really funny. In the show Watchmen, the bad guys were publishing their information. Huh. It's like, welcome to real life, where the bad guys are still the ones publishing their information. Hmm. Only this time, it's the people who think they're the good guys. 
But this is this, this is a dramatic escalation. So this will be interesting to see where this where this kicks off to. If other people start, you know, are they going to start getting charged for doxing? The crazy thing is, I, I shouldn't say crazy. I guess the sort of funny thing is, as with all of these far leftist moves they make, they dox all day and night. They, right. they put up websites with people's names and information, and then they cry and complain when someone else does it. That's the name of the game. They'll hit you, and then as soon as you hit back, they go, help, help, I'm being repressed. I'm a victim now. See, yep. proof. Proof that I'm a victim. You wanted to, you put yourself under the boot. These, <laughs> like, are little, what? these are little kids who knew to pretend to be bullied in school to get what they wanted. That's a good point. The teacher would walk by, and they'd pretend to fall down and go like, they shoved me, and they'd be like, oh. I'll give, I'll, I'll take them to the, and ha ha, I got you. And the kid would get in trouble. Yep. That's what they're doing, man. But we'll see, because uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not a fan of uh, government overreach or, or, you know, authoritarianism. The Same. government, you know, if somebody, there's a fine line between posting a public photo. If you're in public and someone takes a photo, well, then you don't have an expect, reasonable expectation of privacy. He was wearing a mask. They're calling to dox him. Multiple people got involved. Seems silly, but... Maybe we need to start talking about consequences for online mob behavior. Good point. So it's like, if es- especially when it's leading to, or or alluding that they want to promote real life violence, because that's put, what it seems like they were doing here. Harm. It's beyond. It's, it's okay. It's, 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 so check it out. If a group of people goes to Yelp mm-hmm. and then claims your business serves bad food and it's all fraud. And it's all just a bunch of Karens I, maybe, screaming about Maybe it. we need a, a, a law saying group fraud is illegal. If you engage in an online brigade, mm-hmm. a group of people lying about a business. Just because. Because you don't like them. Mm-hmm. That Maybe we need some legislation about that. How do you prove that, though? Like, it's, it's really difficult because it's a free speech issue. Exactly. And this, this is what's getting challenging where, you know, so like when I, when I put on this event in the Philly area, and a bunch of Antifa started calling the venues yeah. and, and lying like crazy. Like, we, could, we can't sue each and every one of these people. Yes, they're lying. Yes, it's defamation. It's libelous. And there were even violent threats. What are we going to do? Launch 1,500 uh, lawsuits against each and every one? It's right. impossible. It's impossible. So this, this kind of thing didn't exist before the age of the before the information age yeah that's true you you might get people believing fake news for sure but the scale to which regular people from across this country here here's what's happening in in this area so where, where we are we were going to put on an event okay. with daryl davis famed anti you amazing know, man yeah he de-radicalized like over 200 klansmen white supremacists awesome dude we're, we we did put an event on with him mind you but some antifa people called and basically threatened to burn down the theater Yep. at the 11th hour and the theater canceled on us these people didn't live here i do they started lying to the press saying we won't allow them to come here and i was like bro you guys that that are coming here are from upstate this is my town where i'm i'm putting on an event mm-hmm. in my town now if we didn't have internet coordination or whatever that wouldn't have happened the people who live here would not have had large numbers. There wouldn't have been any phone calls. Maybe one person would call and be like, I don't like this. They'd be like, too bad. But because the internet exists, these venues started getting phone calls from San Francisco. And I actually got to listen in on one of these calls, and it was hilarious. Wow. Yeah, so the guy calls, uh, you know, he calls up and he's like, I just want to let you know that you're hosting white supremacists, and this is unacceptable. And because of this, I will no longer be uh, 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 you know, patronizing your business. And the venue was like, 
your zip, your your zip code, uh, your your area code is San Francisco, and the guy was like, "Yes, sir. Have you ever been to this venue? N- no. Do you live in California? Yeah. Then why do I care what you think? <laughs> I was like the, the whole, most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Like seriously, it's embarrassing, really. But when you get inundated with emails, these people don't know. That's true. All of a sudden, they're like, "I've never seen this much," and so it's a coordinated fraud. Yep. And they argue it's free speech. Well, and we've talked about these people on the left. They've got nothing better to do but then to be victims and collectively get together and shoot their anger at people that are just trying to live their lives. It's scary because I was thinking about it earlier that everything's everything's so good now that we've created extreme entitlement. So I was thinking about I was right. So so the better things get. And the less work needs to be done, mm-hmm. the more you end up with people who demand everything and don't do anything. And that, yeah, that, and they don't have a purpose exactly because they're, they're, there's no job to do. There's no job to do, right? So I start, I was thinking about this in terms of like universal healthcare debate and all this stuff, and I was like, if if you have only you know the the amount of production required, the amount of labor required to, to produce food to feed everybody, it's it's getting easier and easier for us to mass produce food. You know, we have better machinery, better technology, and now Americans are pretty fat, you know. <laughs> so at a certain point, most people can literally sit around all day. And in America, we have fat homeless people. That's right? true. Yeah. So, it, so we, we have homeless people today that are fatter than the fattest man in the world 100 years ago. So what ends up happening is you get a lot of people who don't have to do any work. And they demand these things be taken care of. I see these posts where they're like, what a cold and callous system capitalism is that, you know, tells people you have to work to survive. And I'm like, okay, have you ever gone camping? Like, <laughs> have you-, you ever lived out in the woods by yourself without society propping you up? Nope. Without a toilet, without water, running water? So here, here's the problem. We're seeing a clash yeah, the, wow. I, I think a big reason we're seeing a rise of socialists and communists, college being one factor, yeah. and not just about indoctrination, about the fact that they're all in massive debt and they don't see a way out, so they just want the government to bail them out. But I think we're, we're seeing a clash now as you're having, you know, it's easier and easier to produce basic necessities for, for people. And so we're getting more and more people who are demanding it, but people still have to work. And therein lies the big problem with these communists. It's, 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 it's mind-blowing to me. When I try to have these conversations about universal healthcare, and I'm like, okay, personally, I'm totally for it. The problem is we literally can't have universal healthcare. It's physically impossible because some treatments are extremely scarce and may only be available in, you know, to like 100 people. Yeah. We inv- let, let's and, say- be, and be millions of dollars for that one treatment. I hate the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies. Right. I think EpiPens and insulin cost way too much. I think one thing we can do is base coverage, basic care, like things like insulin, things like EpiPens, things like you break your hand, you can go in. These things make sense to me. It would still be very expensive. But it's mind-blowing when I have arguments or conversations with people about universal health care. And I'm like, what if there's a cure for something, but it's extremely difficult to produce and it requires a specialist who is very expensive? How do we get that to every person? Right. The reality is you can't. So what happens is the rich person buys it and the poor person doesn't. Yep. And they're like, no, that's ridiculous. We shouldn't let people die because they're poor. Okay. If you have a thousand people who have a disease and only 100 cures, you quite literally can't cure them all. 
So what ends up happening now with these, you know, these far leftists is they're living in a world where there's infinite food. Medicine can cure literally any disease. Therefore, the government should just give it to everybody. Oh, and it's all infinite. There's scarce. They believe we're already in a post-scarcity reality. Yeah, that's totally wrong. Well, this is the clash we're facing now. And that's one of the reasons why they're rioting. Yep. They live in a fairy tale world where they think everything is for them. Well, they get the, the think about the parents that they probably have that have just been like, I'm going to make life as easy as possible for you. And life will always be easy. Don't worry. I'm going to give you everything. How dare you, teacher? You didn't teach my son or daughter to or they to to do Bro. to be great. I just realized something interesting. What? These these Antifa people, they are, uh, they are. It's it's a it's a crowd of Marie Antoinettes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So so I see so it. the the idea let them eat cake mm-hmm. was the, there was a, there was a famine. People were starving, and she was like, "If they're starving, then why don't they have cake?" And I I don't know a whole lot of you know it's a it's a bit apocryphal I suppose. The general idea is she was saying like give them bread. Mm-hmm. There was like literally no food. They're starving. And she was like, I don't understand, because she was rich and snooty, yeah. you know, wealthy privilege and all that stuff. Or ignorant, really. Right, right. But but in her privilege, mm-hmm. wealth, the real privilege, yeah. she always had food. So she was like, I don't understand why they're upset. Just let them have cake, you know? <laughs> and so I don't know if she actually said it. Some people say she didn't. But the point is, you have all of these Antifa people going around smashing things, saying, give everyone cake. And it's like, we can't. It's not possible. So we I saw- deserve cake. We want the cake. You know what really, really <laughs> bugs me too? What? I see all these memes all the time talking about free everything. Yeah. One of them I saw. So we, we talk about universal health care. One of the things I saw was it was a post where it was like Jimmy Neutron or something. It's a stupid meme. And it was like, did you know that we have this many million empty homes and only this many thousands of homeless people? We could quite literally put homeless people in homes. And I'm like, said like somebody who truly has never owned a property. Yep. You can't just take a homeless person who's homeless for a variety of reasons, including mental health issues, put them in a vacant property, and then walk away. You're literally sweeping the problem under the rug. Yep. The person's not going to have food. They're not going to pay their utility bills. The walls are going to fall apart. The house is going to collapse. They're going to die. And then it's going to spread to other houses and destroy everything. Yep. And then I, got, I get these responses from these lefties where they're like, you're so dumb. You don't even understand. Like, there's literally a house. And I was like, bro, <laughs> did you not listen to what I just said? I was like, it's just, not going to give them a job. It's not going to give them ambition to further their life. You got to also think about the mental state of these people. Some people don't want to work. Some people don't care enough to to want to further themselves. So how do you help somebody like that? You give them you give them something. Then all of a sudden, then they think enti- they're entitled to that. And then they work even less. This is what this, this is what it's all the welfare of these people, system. They don't get there is no way that you can have this world where they sit back and, you know, and just read a book all day and everything's taken care of for them. We are in a constant state of entropy. When you leave a house alone, it starts falling apart. Yep. This is why these companies hire caretakers. So they're there. They can look at the rooms. They can clean things up because eventually it gets moldy. It falls apart. A pipe will burst. They had a big problem in Chicago with pipes freezing. So vacant properties have this problem. The pipe will freeze. It'll burst. And then all of a sudden the place floods. Yep. So they do want people inside. But if you take a homeless person and you just put them in a house and you don't address why the homelessness exists, this is the, 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 the 10-year-old mentality so many of these people have. Just put a homeless person in a house. It's like, great. Then a pipe bursts in the winter in one of the rooms of the house where they're not paying attention. They don't care. And so it starts ripping apart the walls. Mold gets in. Critters get in. And the house starts collapsing. 
Now you got now you got this guy who doesn't know how to maintain a house, isn't working, doesn't have food, and then the house falls on him. And can't afford even to fix the house if even if he did notice because exactly. he doesn't have a job. So then what ends up happening is you get the government involved and then they start subsidizing production and development and all these things. And so I'm talking to these people and I say, just look at the project, you know, uh, housing projects they've tried mm-hmm. throughout the past century. And they're like, so dumb. Of course, those didn't work, but this time it will. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, and there it is. Mm -hmm. That wasn't real project housing. (laughs) Yeah. This next one will surely be. The welfare system just hasn't been perfected yet. Absolutely. No, people just, some people just don't want to do the work. Some people are lazy. That's just going to exist in this world. We need to explain to people what entropy is. Like make make that basically. Let, let me give you the simple explanation of life for all of you. Casey Neistat made this video. It was really great. And it was based on someone's quote. I don't know who the quote is, so I'll just reference Casey Neistat. Okay. Life is a treadmill. If you just walk, you stay where you are. If you stand still, you move backwards. In order to get ahead, you have to run. I like it. The idea is, if you just sit in a house and just go about your business, the house falls apart. You have to keep working. Because things are slowly breaking apart. Entropy. Entropy. Yeah. That's a simple way to put it. So they have these ideas. They're so childish. I've done research. I know exactly what we can pull off. And it's like, there was a, there was a family in Louisiana that filed a lawsuit against the state because there was a cure for a genetic disease that cost $4 million, something like that. And the, st- and the family said the state should pay for it. And they were like, there's no way we're paying $4 million for this treatment yeah. because it was extremely difficult and rare and high cost treatment. Yeah. The way I put it to people is they seem to think that medical technology is completely reached its climax. There's nothing else to cure. We've we've mastered all diseases. Nobody dies anymore. That's what they think. And so I put it this way. Listen. Do you think every person should be allowed to have the newest iPhone? Do you no. think do you think we should have universal iPhones? Nope. $1000 for every single person. Yeah, because we have Android phones and they're like 20 bucks. And so we actually can provide cheap, you know, low cost phones to people so they can have access to the Internet. But what these people don't realize is that all of the work and energy and labor that goes into producing the newest generation of technology, regardless of what it is, is rare. It's expensive and not everybody will get it. Same thing is true for healthcare technology as it is for cell phone technology. Nailed it. So as capitalism, hey, slowly improves, mass production emerges, new treatments become old treatments, and we, 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 we figure out how to do them better and better and better, mm-hmm. that trickles down. It's not trickled down economics. It's literally the more technology we have, the more we learn how to mass produce, the better we get at things, the more everyone can have them. My stars and garters, we have people in this country who are living in poverty, but they have air conditioners and refrigerators, yeah. something that you know rich people didn't have over and, 100 years ago. And toilets. Oh, a yeah. Sewer clean system. running water. Shower. So I'll tell you what, the greatest, you know, lift, the greatest system to lift people out of poverty is just capitalism. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of the mixed market. You know, we, we have some public funded programs. I think we need to definitely overhaul a lot of them. I think even, even greater is just self-empowerment if, and, and believing and, and, and doing that and following through. If you believe in yourself and you, you work on improving yourself and not care what others think, and you just go and, and what what can I do to further myself? And you do that every single day. Guaranteed, you will get out of whatever situation you're in. It's about running on that treadmill. You slowly yep. go forward, right? Yep, exactly. But too many people don't want to. 
And it's, it's, it's remarkable. And I think we have done something wrong as a society. When someone posts a meme that says we shouldn't have to work to live, and then every, all these people resh- start sharing it, and it's like, man, I really wish we could give these people the experience of being by yourself in the woods. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're so pampered and so elitist that they deserve things more so than other people. It's true. Now, they'll, they they'll say, everybody should have, you know, you know, clean food. Who makes the food? Well, I mean, well, somebody has to make it. But I mean, somebody has to grow the food no matter what. Right. This this communist utopia is is, is there. What they don't realize is they're literally talking about slavery. That's and true. I'm not even exaggerating. No, you're absolutely right. Yep. When they say universal health care, what they're really saying is we should the government should force doctors to serve me without compensation. Yep. Now nailed it. Dude. Now, of course, what they'll say is something like, no, I think they should be paid. The government should pay them. I was talking to another lefty and I said, you know, OK, well, like, do we just tax people for it? And they said the government should just print money. Deficit spending is the key. And I'm like, that means you're just literally extracting the value from everyone else yep. by, by inflating the currency. And they're like, it works. And I'm like, in what world but it, but are it means you that people in? can't retire. It means the money you save is worthless. And it's already bad enough that the system does, infl- if inflation does make your savings worthless. That's why they have interest rates and savings accounts and stuff yeah. like that. They don't, they don't, they don't know or care. You know, even when in 2016, when I was a big fan of Bernie, I wasn't as far left, but Bernie seemed genuine, right? And I was talking to a bunch of these lefties when they say things like healthcare is a human right. And I was like, let me, let me ask you something. Go into the middle of the woods, all right? And then once you stub your toe, demand your human right. <laughs> is anybody going to come and, and, and will just a, a doctor will just like teleport in front of you and, and they'll be like, now I'll use my magic doctor powers. Bling, your, your foot is healed. No, there's nobody. You can scream and cry all you want. All that's going to happen is a bear is going to find you. Actually, the bear would probably run away if you're yelling, to be honest. Yeah. So the, the Depends way I, on the bear, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might get curious. <laughs> What's that noise? Well, now you're being eaten. You smell delicious. <laughs> I'll tell you what your human rights are. It's you're in the middle of the woods and you're naked and you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to move around. You have a right to speak. You have a right to survive. But nobody's going to provide you health care. Nobody's going to bring food to you. You have to do these things yourself. I would absolutely love to live in a Star Trek type post-scarcity future with replicators where we can give everybody everything. And we got like, you, you, have you seen Elysium? Yep. When they just, that, that's what these people think. That, I, it is. They, they are living in their, uh, this utopian fantasy world that they've pieced together from all these different sci-fi movies and, you know, anything you can think of, books they've read, they're piecing it all together and that is their new reality. And they get angry at other people that go, that's not reality. Sorry, no, I'm, that isn't what life is like. And they're like, how dare you, you bigot, you racist. I'm offended now and I, I should be given everything that I'm entitled to. It's like, you got to earn it. You got to work for it. You you got to realize what reality is versus your fantasy land. I, the, what I, you got here? I posted a tweet that was an offshoot of this famous quote. Only when the last tree has died and the last river has been poisoned and the last fish has been caught, will we realize we cannot eat money. And all, and all of these you know lefties like to go like, whoa, and they all cheer and clap. And I made a similar point that only after every farm has been shut down, the dairy has been has has spoiled, and the foods are 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 you know empty from the shelves. Will these people realize they can't eat money? Yep. The point I was making is that with this lockdown, how they're they're shutting down the economies, they're threatening people, they're suspending civil rights. 
eventually there won't be anything to buy. And they're like, just keep printing money. It's so obvious. And it's like, and then because the dairy is being dumped out into the streets and they're like, it's only being dumped out because nobody's buying it. Yes, but it's because the, the bottling plant isn't running. It's not just like the, the, the milk goes straight to you. It goes through, you know, homogenization and pasteurization, the bottling plants, the distributors, the warehouses, and then finally the stores. And, and all of those jobs are people that do those jobs because they pay. And so when the store gets shut down, when the restaurant gets shut down, there is no one to pay for any of it. Now, there have been some 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 pushes in the first lockdown to figure out how to deliver vegetables and fruits and foods and meats directly from the farmers to certain you know facilities and food banks and stuff like that. That has been improved upon. But what they don't realize is that if a restaurant can't open and they're, and they're starting to shut everything down again, then they won't buy the milk. So the people who bottle and distribute the milk won't pay for the bottling service or they won't, they, you know, they won't pay from, from, uh, you know, for the service, uh, previous, the homogenization, homogenization, the pasteurization, they'll stop ordering. And then eventually the farm dumps the milk out. And that is just one example of one food product, yep. let alone all of the countless things that everyone's used to having for dinner, you know, to eat food. And that's just one, another one thing, food. Then you think about all the rest of the commodities that everyone's used to. I mean, obviously food is one of the most important things because we got to eat to live. So it's pretty, pretty important to it's maintain. A, it's a giant machine. Yep. And we've stripped the gears off of it because of COVID. Now, True. mind you, yep. mostly the Democrats, to be honest. Yep. Trump was opposed to the lockdowns. A lot of the Republican, uh, the Sunbelt states, a lot of Republican states didn't lock down. And they're doing fine. Sweden didn't lock down. No, they and didn't. Sweden's leftier than the leftists here. And so, they're doing well, fine. All of them. I was thinking about this, too. So you're talking about the gears being stripped from this machine. So you're giving people a lot of lubricant. You're giving them a lot of grease, which is money. So you're giving them the, the means to buy stuff, but the stuff is not there. And this is something that we've argued with people about before. Like, how are you supposed to spend money on milk that is not on the shelves? Yep. Are you supposed to buy food that isn't there? Are you supposed to buy services that are no longer being offered? What's the point? Just keep print mo printing money. Yeah, works Just great. Just print money, and then we can go to the store and buy the stuff. And now gold is skyrocketing. Yep. Silver. Well, yeah, gold, silver, metals, you know, stocks. People are, I, it seems like people are getting scared of the dollar. Yep. And I don't blame them. This will, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that just before the election, this is my personal opinion. Mind you, I do have some gold. I'm not saying this for any, any reason other than just what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see a lot of different commodities skyrocket because people are going to jump off the dollar. That's my personal opinion. I agree with you. So I bought silver. I bought gold. That's that's what I think is going to happen. I don't know what what your uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what would make it come back down. You know, even if like because we're going to see nothing but uncertainty. I know, but uh, Trump's going to win this fall, and he's going to the economy's going to bounce back. A lot of businesses need to be rebuilt, so construction businesses are going to go through the roof over the next year because. I mean, how many buildings have been ravaged by this, the rioting across this country, you know? Have you ever seen a dead mall? I have many times. You know what causes there. them to die out? What? So once there's a certain, a certain number of stores that have closed, mm -hmm. then people start saying, oh, let's not go to that mall. There's a bunch of, you know, they don't really have that much. Yeah. Now there's no foot traffic, no impulse buying. So a mall with only half capacity struggles to survive because people don't want to go there. I don't like malls anyway. I think they, they should be converted into like indoor garden communities. Well, right, right, right. But the point is when a mall is full, 
people say, let's go to the mall because you can browse and look for things and you get ideas for things you didn't want. This and, and social interaction also yeah, comes yeah. into play. The food court, it's an, it's an event. And all of these businesses benefit each other. So that's why there are stores that literally just sell baseball caps. Because in a mall, it works. Yeah. Someone goes, I'm going to buy shoes. They walk around, oh, I'm going to get a hat while I'm here. A hat store wouldn't work just like sitting off on like, you know, street corner. That's true. What ends up happening is once there's no other stores, nobody's like, yo, I got to go get a baseball cap. Let's go to the mall. It's the only store there. That's like a weird thing to say. True. So then finally these stores leave. The mall becomes unappealing and it causes the whole thing to collapse because then other businesses struggle and they leave. And that's what's happening in New York right now. And enter the internet and people just shop online anyway. So this... I'll tell you what, man, this year may be the end of physical shopping. And I'm not kidding. No, and I that, agree with And you. that means Amazon stock is going to go through the roof. Yep. It's going to go nuts. Well, then you think about what social media and how we've talked about that many times about how that's the new town square and it should be protected. Free speech in the town square needs to be upheld. You know, Twitter is, is and Facebook are these are these places that people are now coming together instead of going to the mall and, and like, hey, let's all meet at the mall and hang out. We don't even need to shop. We can just walk around looking at stuff and, you know, whatever. We'll go to GameStop, check out some games, get some food, but hang out together. Go to the arcade, maybe. That's not a, that's not happening anymore. Now people are just going on Facebook like, you know, I, people aren't talking to their grandmas anymore. They're just seeing what their grandma's doing on Facebook, sending them a, a message. Hey, grandma love you let me you know? let, let me tell you the democrats have shown us that they do not believe in human rights okay i'm not exaggerating i agree with you we're seeing it now in los angeles with mayor garcetti straight up saying we will take away your water if you if you try to uphold your first amendment right to peaceably assemble this is insane dwp authorized to cut utilities at party homes mayor announces sure the first amendment says peaceably assemble it doesn't say for what reason. You have a right to have a gathering, end of story, in the Constitution. This, they're not even talking about locking up. Did you know that people who go to jail get water? That's a good point. You go to jail, you get water. You go to jail, there's electric lights. Yeah. And, and, and depending on where you go, I mean, you have TVs, you can watch TV. You'll have electricity in prison. You'll actually have access to medical care. But if you defy Mayor Garcetti, he will take water away from you. Now, I understand electricity, too. Think about this. What happens if somebody's having a party and they have insulin in their refrigerator hmm. and he cuts their power off? That's a good point. They're going to die. They could, people, yeah. pe people, people need to understand this, especially about power outages and cutting off utilities, is that there are some people who literally need it in the immediate to survive. Insulin needs to be refrigerated. Oxygen. Oxygen. Yep. You cut off the power to somebody because they're partying and they got grandpa upstairs on an oxygen tank. Yep. He dead. Bye. This is an insane threat to violate human rights. <laughs> Someone just said, welcome to China Forna or Fornia. China Fornia. China Fornia. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, let me, chat. <laughs> let me show you this tweet. I said, welcome to the world you created. It is everything you asked for and everything we warned would happen. Twitter is now locking the accounts of people fact checking Trump. And of course, you can see Aaron Rupar. He's been blocked. Uh, Twitter shut him down because he was trying to fact check, fact check the president. You've got this guy, Bobby Lewis, and you've got this woman, Liz Power. These people are all complaining that Twitter has forced them to delete their own tweets because they were saying things that Twitter didn't like. Huh. Yeah. But on the other side? On the left. Oh, this happens to the left all the time. Okay. okay. If there is any, any particular group of people 
that lacks the ability to learn. It is leftists who continually ask for censorship because invariably they're the ones who get censored. I mean, it's the same thing with Second Amendment. How insane would you have to be right now to be like, we demand that the government seize, you know, national gun control, seize all the weapons. And Donald Trump is a fascist. (laughs) What? Are you out of your mind? I did. I, I am starting to see more lefties say that, though. And I'm like, thank you. There was a funny post where it's some, refreshing, isn't it? Well, somebody somebody posted a meme on Facebook I saw and it said, like, you know, we need national gun control. The rest of the world looks at us like like idiots. It's time to confiscate, you know, high powered weapons and weapons of war. And the first comment was from sent was from a guy who was like, I'm really far left, but I've been thinking about this. And I mean, Trump's a fascist. I don't think we should have him take our guns away. Good. <laughs> I'm like, it hey, they're starting to realize it. But the, the reason I bring this up is what they're doing in L.A. is it, I, I'm, my mind was blown when I heard this story. It is above and beyond violating human rights to take away their clean water. Yeah, it is. I agree because completely. There, there are even laws. I, I'm curious if I don't know if California has this law, but I know like I think Arizona does. If you go to a store and you say, can I have water? They have to give it to you. Right. I mean, so that's there's a lot of places like that for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And in, in the South, Arizona, because it, it gets so hot there that people could die from dehydration very yeah. easily so if someone walks in and says can i please have some water it's it's illegal to say no now, now many people will say the mayor is just threatening it oh he's just th- is, is, is that an argument he's just threatening to take away people's civil rights oh sure oh, i'm sorry human rights this is what my friend i had a friend who was messaging me the other night she's like cars are driving around they're checking people's houses i was like are you serious they're checking their, in, they're checking in their houses yeah, in la yeah she's over in california wow yeah Wait, like, like the, the cops are going to people's homes? I got to double check. But yeah, she said cars are driving and making sure that people... Why are... would anyone in their right mind want live to there? live in California like at this City. point? New York and California have become... It's, 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 it's despotism. It's like they're fighting to, to be the, the best authoritarian state Race now. Race to the bottom. Who can, who can be more authoritarian? Mm-hmm. This is a crazy story, man. He yeah, says, you're breaking the law. <laughs> you, know, you know what scares me more than this? It's not a law. He's, no, but no, it's but, a mandate. No, no. What, what scares me is this guy right here behind him. Uh-huh. Who's this guy? I have no idea. He's wearing a badge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a badge, but it's, it doesn't look like he is a an officer. It's like he's a private security guy with a badge on his, his no, chest. No, he's got the black bar, which represents a fallen officer. Oh, okay. He looks like he's a cop. Okay. Well, maybe he's not. I don't know. But it's not even about that. The mayor said that he had authorized the Department of Water and Power to cut utilities within 48 hours after parties were confirmed by the LAPD. You are breaking the law. That's so crazy. What law? First Amendment says I can peaceably assemble. Mm Yep. Period. Period. Supreme Court ruled that in Nevada, churches couldn't be over a certain capacity. So they did that church. Evangelicals held a church ceremony event at a a casino. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, or that video of today the, in a Walmart. In a Walmart, they were singing in a Walmart. It, it was amazing. That's awesome. Just, just hearing it. Honestly, I'm, I'm not religious, but it lifted me up hearing the, the, the joy and the, the reverence of what they were, they were doing. I mean, they were, they were basically saying to the man, "F you, we're gonna join up together." Oh yeah, check this out. It's from Post Millennial. So it says, uh, "Barred from attending church, Christians held worship service at a Walmart, and they were singing." And man, was it, was it good to hear. How long will people sit back and accept something like this? So I'll tell you what, man. Mm -hmm. Stay out of California. I'm not Mm -hmm. even kidding. No joke. And I know there's probably a lot of you watching who live there. I think if, 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 listen, man, first they came for, we understand where this goes. If the mayor of your town is threatening to strip you of human rights and no one opposes him, how long? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. 
how long until they just walk up and they just disappear you? Good point. If they have this, this, this much disdain for human rights, they think they're entitled to do this. We've, we've crossed the Rubicon in this, man. Yep. There's no turning back. The mayor has straight up said this. He should be removed immediately. Now, impeached, whatever. They complain about Donald Trump tweeting. I kid you not, CNN, they're like, the president is showing his fascistic tendencies again by saying, maybe we should postpone an election due to mail-in voter problems. It's like, it, Trump tweeted about postpone the election. You say, no. End of story. <laughs> there you that's go. It. Yeah. And Congress says that's up to us. And maybe he can have some national security, uh, you know, directive. But but no, I'm sorry. The Trump tweeting, stu- I'm sorry, the Trump, the president <laughs> tweeting things doesn't concern me at all. The Donald. When the mayor of L.A. holds a press conference and says within 48 hours of you having a, a legal assembly, you're breaking the law and we will take away your water. Mm. I understand thinking about taking away your power, too. But it's, imagine it's, like having like from, say, last year, 2019, you're like, oh, I'm going to plan my wedding in this beautiful place in California and, you know, somewhere, you know, maybe maybe in my, my friend's house in Napa LA, Valley, Napa Valley, it's wherever we can have all my friends and family in August, August in L.A. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm going to shut your power off mm-hmm. and shut off your power. Yep. You're breaking the law Look, man. in New Jersey. They've been arresting people who are having parties constitutionally protected yeah. you're allowed to assemble for any reason well literally not any reason but peaceable, peaceable assembly i mean like i'm sure if you're assembling to commit some kind of crime that like, would not you be know, peaceful they, they, right they probably come in and be like yeah. you're committing a crime so he says he's telling people they're breaking their law why because they're hanging out together hmm. above and beyond man so so I'm, I'm inspired by this story from post-millennial that people are resilient so they were singing in walmart it was awesome. That's, That's so crazy, great. man. It was awesome to you know, see. You know what's really crazy is uh, uh, Michael Tracy, journalist, tweeted this that he's at some small, he's in some small town or something, and the people there told him they didn't wear masks until Walmart mandated masks. Wow. Because Isn't that Walmart's like more the influential than yeah. the government. So like, <laughs> oh, wow. Once they mandated, people are like, okay, fine, I guess. The great thing is they were social distancing. You can see that they were spread out in the videos. I mean, you can't really see it very well, but I mean, you could see that they're spreading out. But they they went around the store and just they were just singing. It was awesome. Good Wait, and power. Yeah. Thank you. I said, big dummy me. I, don't, I ain't never did that before. So. Wow, man. Thank you very much. Mm. Yeah. So there's, only, there's only so much you can actually do to try and shut down people's spirit, their faith. Yeah. That's why I'm curious, like, at what point will someone intervene? Because California, you know, so this is just Los Angeles. And this is what scares me about any any place that is dominated by one party. Los Angeles has been has, has had a Democratic supermajority for a very, very long time. And they've not been able to solve any of their problems. They've got a serious NIMBY mentality for a lot of the people in, in downtown L.A. One of the worst homeless problems in the country. And all of these Democrats together could not solve it. Whenever they try and talk about, you know, building housing or, or affordable housing, it just falls apart. You look at Chicago, you look at New York, the exact same thing. You know, what the craziest thing is with New York. Now, now I want to make sure I stress the psychosis of the violation of human rights. Bill de Blasio basically mocked rich people. Really? Yeah. So, so, so Cuomo was like, please come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. And then, uh, you know, he's like, I'll buy you a drink. So it's, I don't know if this is true. Actually, could you look this up? Yeah. That 1%... 
The top 1% pays 50% of the taxes in New York City. I, I, d- I, I have heard that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have heard so that. So I've heard it. I don't know if it's true, but Bill de Blasio was like, yeah, they're fair weather friends. I should raise their taxes more. Oh my God. And I'm like, now you're going to lose more money. Yeah. You're tax- you're, you're- so we-, we talked about this, how Trump brought all these rich people in. Yeah, in the early 80s. Started started spending mad tax money. I mean, which- Trump basically re- redefined what New York was. Like they all that money that he brought in in the early 80s changed the crime rate was dropping over the over a, a decade after that it's pretty incredible once, well, you, once you really look into the history of what new york was in the 70s versus the 80s totally. big difference you well find they, it, you find yeah, it yeah i did and i'm gonna read this short little blurb from the new york post from a few years ago it says new york city's one percent are paying a much larger share of the city's income tax than the wealthiest one percent nationally are coughing up to washington interesting but so you know what the numbers are um they the Big Apple's top 35,400 filers, those with incomes of 598,000 or more, accounted for 45.7% of the $7.2 billion in income taxes that New York City collected. Wow. 45%. Yeah. Well, they're all percentage. gone. Yeah. They're all leaving. Because yep. this is the thing, man. So the reason I brought up that mall scenario before. Okay. New York City is basically experiencing that. One big that. mall. So you're, I, you're right. Wow. Yeah. So, so So think about it. When someone goes to like Soho... Um, what does is, what is Soho stand for? Do you know? Uh, south of Houston. South of Houston. There you go. Yeah. So this is an area. They got a bunch of boutique shops. The Van Store was over there. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Was it? I think it, I think it was south of Houston. Uh, I don't remember the Maybe Van it was north of it. Is. Anyway, here's the point. NoHo. NoHo? Yeah. yeah, north of Houston. Mm-hmm. You have all these businesses. And so we would walk down and look in the windows and be like, oh, it's cool. It's, you know, let's go in here. Oh, it's the Van Store. I'll buy some skate gear. You walk out. You walk down the street. Oh, there's Best Buy. So you're basically window shopping, like it's a it's a big shopping district. It's a good point, yeah. Now that One all these business now 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 that all these businesses were just ripped to shreds and and just burnt to the ground figuratively by the riots, and shut down by COVID, what are you going to walk around for? So now here's what's happening. I believe it is fair to say that Bill De Blasio is burning New York City to the ground. Yep, and it seems intentional, and I'll tell you why. It really does. He's mocking the rich people as they flee, while Cuomo's begging them to come back. And even Cuomo's not doing the best job in the world. Hmm. De Blasio is setting up checkpoints and a 14-day quarantine and $10,000 fines. You, do you know what that does? What? It makes sure no tourist will come to the city until that's over. That's a good point. And yep. tourism accounted for billions in revenue. Yep. Like Bill- daily. Billions, yep. So now you've got no tourists. So there's no sales revenue. There's no money being brought into the city. This, this is the thing about tourism. This is why everybody loves it. You get some dude from, I don't know, um, give me a second, Columbus, Ohio. Sure. He decides to visit New York. He brings with him a bunch of money, and he goes and he buys little statues of the, Ameri- uh, you know, of the Statue of Liberty, little, little models of it, and some yep. American flags. Buys an MTA pass, buys food, you know, goes, goes, goes Square, to the theater. Spends, hotel. You know, yeah, hotel. All hotel. The, yeah, everything. That money was generated in Columbus. Brought to New York and dispersed in New York, bolstering the New York economy. That's yeah. why tourism, it's odd. I mean, people know how tourism works. Mm-hmm. Bill de Blasio said, mm, how can we stop why? this money from coming in? <laughs> Checkpoints and a two-week quarantine. Why is he doing now that? Now we know for a fact you're here. And if you come out of your, your apartment, house, or hotel for within two weeks, $10,000 fine. Maybe he's hoping he's going to start you know, capturing what few tourists are left and finding them $10,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Or in, in all in all reality, people aren't walking around and shopping anymore. Nope. They're not going to be coming into the city. There's going to be zero tourism. And and now he's mocking the rich people as they flee. Uh, what, what, when you say he's mocking them, like, 
give me an example because I don't. I haven't heard this yet. What is he, he called saying? them fairweather friends? Oh my goodness. He called them fairweather friends, and he said he should raise their taxes. Jeez. Cuomo said the opposite. He says, "Come on, I'll buy you a drink. Come back." There's no way they're going to come back because they're they're finding a new spot, realizing they're making so much more money because they don't have to pay as much taxes in these other places. And those other places are probably like, "We love your taxes that you're giving us. You're it's, bolstering our community now." It's it's it, yes, absolutely. But it's also just like the the disrespect and abuse yeah. from the city. Yeah, of course. How insane are the, uh, it's uh, that's why I'm saying is he trying to make sure no one ever comes back? Yeah. Well, it's and, not. And look at what happened with Flint, Michigan, with their water. How everyone, the, the yeah. everyone had to pay more and more for the water, and then they couldn't even afford water anymore. That's what I'm saying with yep. this mall analogy. Yeah. So as Driving more home. as more and more people leave New York City, then there's less of a reason for anyone to be there. It is a massive mall, essentially. The incentive to be in New York is because you're around other people doing jobs, because you can find a job, and because there's constant opportunity and a lot of people and your friends. Your friends are gone. You can't make money. You're locked in your apartment. There's no more tourism. There's nothing to sell. The stores are all destroyed by the riots. And then Bill de Blasio is laughing at the people who are fleeing and have the means to do so, leaving behind poor people who have no money to spend, can't get out of the city, while he laughs the whole way. Meanwhile, Bill de Blasio, it's reported, makes $9,000 a month in rental income. Mm. As he mocks these people fleeing, he's yep. fine. He's totally fine. Yep, he's so chilling. I'll tell you what, the rich people in New York are going, wow, this Bill de Blasio fella sure is nuts. I'm leaving. And they, they, they hop on their little private planes or whatever. I mean, someone making 600K doesn't have a private plane, probably. Maybe they rent a helicopter to fly him out of the city. Then they go spend some time upstate. They go spend some time in Connecticut, in Maine, in Boston, or they go West Coast. They go to Montana. They go down to Virginia, whatever. The point is they're gone. They're leaving New York. The poor people can't do that. The people in Brooklyn, in central Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, and these areas who live in these tiny apartments, they can't just up and leave. So the whole city is being destroyed by the failures of this mayor, this Democratic mayor and the Democratic governor, and the poor people are suffering the most. And, and crime is skyrocketing because he's defunding the police taking you know the crime yep. units out of the, out of these places that needed them that are actually begging for them to come back like please re- bring the the police back people are being shot and killed nonstop. it's been happening they're, it's they're like facing crazy. a 30 billion dollar deficit over two years they're de- they're demanding federal intervention otherwise they're going to lay off twenty two thousand people and i don't think trump's going to do it he's going to be like i think he already told him no I, the, the one time now we're going to see the government lay off twenty two thousand people the police reassign 600 cops. Soon they're going to start firing people, and it's going to go way back to the way things used to be. Violent crime, rampant crime, but maybe even worse. I don't understand how New York could function if it collapsed to a certain degree. Listen, if you have a water system as big as New York City, I can't imagine how much it costs to maintain that whole water system. <laughs> Ridiculous sums of money. Yeah, you're right. Uh, buildings, all that stuff. Now, what happens if everybody leaves and there's no one to pay the bills for it anymore? The people left see all of their water bills go way up. They have to. Now, all of a sudden, no one can afford to pay the water bill like Flint, like Detroit. And the city becomes un- becomes basically uninhabitable. What's going to happen to New York? Are people, everyone, everyone in the city is going to leave until there's only like a million people left in a, a metro that used to have 12 or 13? I got to watch uh, Escape from New York again because, yeah. <laughs> I mean... That seems to be it. the future. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I don't wish this upon New York. I love, I grew up in New York as I became an adult. I, I moved there when I was 19 and lived there till I was, I don't know, 30 something, 34 yep. when I left. 
Yeah. Bill de Blasio has, has burnt that city to the ground. Yes, he has. You, I mean, there's been bad mayors. You, you know, Bloomberg was really dumb. That guy was like taxing soda. He's yeah. like, you know, people are too stupid. So let's he, build uh, um, Mike Bloomberg actually argued for a poor tax. Wow. He said tax the poor because they're not smart enough to know what's good for them. He said those words. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, my yes. goodness. Yeah. He said the issue is poor people will buy a bunch of soda and then get unhealthy and fat. Then we and, have to pay for it. And then we have to pay for it. Ah. So how about we tax them so they can't buy it, and then they'll have health care and they'll be better off. That's kind of but evil. You, they're not even thinking I about do. the fact that they, they've created these food deserts where they have no choice but to go to McDonald's because there's no other places. Everything else is a little bodega that has barely anything. The bodegas have just like, you know, noodles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but they're, and they're not cooking stuff. At a, they're going to a bodega to get a sandwich, yep. and that's what they're living on. You know, get a that's soda true. and a sandwich, and it's like, that's not healthy either. That's that. That was my life when I was living in in, in Williamsburg. Me too. At, for me, to, for Vice. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, get ready to go to work. I go to a bodega and they give me a, a man. As much as I I love a nice bodega sandwich, I gotta admit they're like low quality, low quality. It's low quality food, man. You know, some American cheese on a on a Kaiser bun with some <laughs> some meat. Now they used Boar's Head. Boar's Head's legit, but those buns were not all that good. Processed meat in general is not good for you. I'll tell Boar, you what. Boar's Head included. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's not like some trash, you know, it's, it's like, the, the, it's low quality stuff. That's the point. Yeah. Boar's Head is not that bad. But the point is, I don't, the face of this country, the shape of this country is going to be so dramatically different. You know, now you got Bill, I think it was, was it Bill de Blasio complaining about census? Yes. Oh yeah. Only 58% yep. has been filled out. That means they're going to lose two electoral votes. I saw yeah. that. Two electoral votes. That's good. The, the Democrats have got to be scared. So obviously... We, from what we learned about what Trump said, that he's got all these enemies, that they're he's gonna go in, he's gonna go away for a little bit. You're not gonna see him for a little while. I think yeah, it's because man. these people know Trump's gonna win. They're looking at the American the American public, and the American public is just going like this: like we are gonna vote for Trump because we see you. We everyone is aware. They, the Great Awakening is what they keep sharing, you know. And it's like I see it too. I'm a part of it myself. And now that we learned that the journalist bubble is worse yes. now than it was in 2016. So for those that didn't see this the other day, it was a, a University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, I think. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. And they said that the, the, the Beltway bubble, the D.C. political reporters, are more isolated than they were last time. And they were expecting to see the inverse. So everybody <laughs> wondered, why did they get everything wrong in the last election? And now it's because they were just following each other and they were completely out of touch with America. Yep. So the New York Times did this like famous thing where they sent a guy around the country to talk to middle America and be like, what did we not understand? And now apparently it's worse than it was before. It's worse. So all these political stories you're seeing where it's like Trump finally admits it, he's losing. It's probably just bunk. It totally is bunk. It's too. It's, He's it's, gonna win. It's landslide. Two, two creepy looking dudes sitting in the bathtub together, going, "Did you hear that Trump is losing? I think Trump is gonna lose too. You think he's gonna lose? He's definitely gonna lose. Oh, he's so losing. And that's dude, all it is, dude. I what a mental I don't, image. I don't want that. Why? <laughs> Why, Tim? You? Come on. Someone hit the button. <laughs> it's uh, who, 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 who? I'm not going to name. Okay, I was thinking of like which which who are they? I can think of two. No, no, yeah, no. come on. I can't think of <laughs> Get this image out of my head, please. No, that's what it is. <laughs> They're going back and forth. That's true. But we'll see, man. Yep. So there was a new uh, NBC News put out their new numbers, and it's like Joe Biden landslide. That's what they're saying. <laughs> not no joke. Hmm. They're saying Biden's guaranteed like 333 electoral votes solid. 
and there's 79 toss-ups he might win and they're like joe biden might get 400 electoral votes <laughs> I, I they're delusional i really here's the thing man it sounds like they're suffering from the same thing biden is dementia i yes i have uh professional criticisms of trump a lot of the things i complained about in the past trump has improved on I, I, I am I am not a fan of, you know, his demeanor as a president, but that's about it. I think he's a funny guy well, not because, my choice. He, because he wasn't a politician. But here's the point. I hate Joe Biden. That guy is nasty. And many awful. people and should. Did you hear his what he said racism today? is showing? Oh, man. Oh, for, for no terrible. reason. My goodness. Did you guys see this today when he was talking on that stupid live streaming and, and he mentions black people? And then he met he's like, he, well, they were talking about Cuba. They were talking about I- illegal immigration and and how and he just started talking about the um, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what what words he chose that just like the Hispanic community for for but here's the point and out of left field for no reason he had no <laughs> need to say this he brought it up he's like unlike the black people that are out there you know the Hispanic people are very diverse Why? and it's like what wait wait, wait. And, and and it was like with 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 um what do you say it was like with, with some notable exceptions yeah, yeah. right I'm like when I saw that when I saw that my I was goodness like, Joe why did you just say that why? Why did you literally just inject a comment about the black community having nothing when this conversation has nothing to do with them? Right. If you want to, if you want to say that the Hispanic community in this country is very diverse, I would say that's true. Absolutely. You've got uh, done people, people from Venezuela. That's all you had to say. You've got people from you know Florida. You've got people from Cuba. You've got people from Mexico. You've got Guatemala, Honduras. I had a friend growing up whose family was from from Honduras. Mm. All they all spoke Spanish, and they're all very different in many different ways. Yep. But for some reason, Joe Biden is like, let me just, you know, inject some comments about the black community for it's, no reason. It's not a mystery. It's his filter is is filtering away because of his dementia. <laughs> you know, he was he said many racist things in his life. Oh, if you, you dig into Joe Biden, you see racism throughout his entire career. And now it's like it's like the level the racism knob is being turned up. And his filter's going away because of dementia. Like, That's why oh, they hide him. Exactly. I actually so, used to see this with my patients when I worked in the nursing home and rehab centers. Your filter goes away when you pass a certain point. Yeah, that's dementia was, makes it, you say whatever is crossing your but mind it, and is none it, of it makes sense. Is it dementia or is it like you're old and you just both, don't care both. anymore? No, dementia. Two of those things, they go hand in I hand. I was talking with yeah. uh, many me- uh, medical people today that were commenting on my post about it. They're like, this is a telltale sign of dementia because it you know they could they could have even have had a change of heart in later on in their life and not be racist anymore but then as dementia sets in it reverts back to an older time that it just kind of yeah it's long i mean the, the crazy, if, he, if he ever was wasn't racist because i'm fairly certain that never went away the crazy thing about what he said it, it was first and foremost why? Yeah, it had nothing, nothing to do with the he conversation. Just, he's just like, let me just say something bad about this group of people. Yeah, and it's not even true. He's like, I'm just gonna go for a, a hail, you know, just a punch, <laughs> a haymaker, right to the face for no on, reason. Have you have you noticed his yeah. filter moments where Biden will be talking? He'll be like, Listen here, you know, we gotta, you know, I'm not gonna say that because that would have been bad. Yeah, have you seen those moments? Multiple times. Yeah, he did it in this in the same interview. It's because his filter's busted. Yep, yeah. and he's struggling to keep it up. So he's like, "I'm gonna." He's like, it, "You know, I want to make a meme joke, but I'm not gonna do it." <laughs> Biden. Ba- did you just pull a Biden? <laughs> no, no, this one because it's gonna get me in trouble on YouTube. <laughs> okay, but Biden may as well 
I'll, I'll, I'll say the meme, but I'll stop short of it. <laughs> Biden, as well may, Biden may as well be sitting in a chair and then out of nowhere goes, I'm going to say it. I'm going to, if you know the meme. I don't. Do you know the meme? I don't. Not, you got to tell don't? me. I got to look it Show up. Show us now. afterwards. I'm going to yeah. say it. CJ, yeah. CJ Pearson on Twitter, he, he posted this video talking about it. You know, he's a, he's a prominent, you know, black American. And he, he was just saying, like, I can't believe all the racism it, people aren't getting angry at at him like what is going bro, on bro. and then he then he makes a point he goes if this is what we're seeing <laughs> in public what do you think he's saying about us when no one's looking it's like hillary's public and private uh, positions thing she mentioned yeah before. i'm sure back in back in the 2016 cycle she said you got to have your public position and your private position oh goodness because yeah, she was against gay marriage mm-hmm. yeah dude uh insane it's it's joe biden <sighs> the the people who are going to vote for him, in my opinion, the people who are reading White Fragility, they're white supremacists. Absolutely. With guilty consciences. 100%. That's what it is. It's not a joke. It's not an exaggeration. Technically right. correct. Robin D'Angelo is her name? Yep, Robin D'Angelo. Writes in the book that she is a racist. At what point did the liberal, did the left, whatever, start taking their cues from people who are avowed racists? This is so funny to me because they love the quote when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Robin. I believe you. You're freaking racist. It's, uh, Trump just banned TikTok. Whoa, really? He just signed an executive order saying that TikTok is banned under the National Emergencies Act and will sanction any company still doing business with them Ooh, in 45 days. Breaking news. I saw that. Breaking I saw news. that in the, oh, chat. in the chat. Breaking news. But, I was like, I got to uh, check this out. Wow. I have the bandwidth to check it. Man, what a boss. We make stuff happen, Trump man. 2020. You know what? I don't need that 30,000 likes. We're really close <laughs> He's putting anyway, the right? beating on. This one's for me. Oh, we're at 28? Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? Well, check it out. 60,000 people are yeah, here. Seriously. I love all you guys. You guys are fantastic. When, so, Man. so, so I, I have the story. This is actually from like a half an hour ago, actually. It's been a few minutes, yeah. Yeah, check this out. We got this. We just pulled it up from The Guardian. This It'll is take a few this minutes. Is, this, is, this is, it's it's still technically breaking. I know we're in the Twitter era, but whoa, dude, this is <laughs> oh, a wow. bomb drop. Check this out. Woo. Trump bans U.S. transactions with TikTok's Chinese-owned parent company. Executive order comes as app faces scrutiny from U.S. lawmakers and Trump administration over national security concerns. So we have a tweet from Hunter Walker breaking. President Trump just issued an executive order on addressing the threat posed by TikTok. It, in effect, uh, it takes effect in 45 days, mm-hmm. prohibits any transaction with ByteDance, the Chinese company that owns TikTok, and will almost certainly face legal challenges. The president has just dropped the nuke. And I've, wow. been, I've, been, I've been saving this. I've been saving this story. You ready for this? You want to play games? You want to play games? Mm. YouTube bans almost 2,600 Chinese channels for influence operations. Wow. Some of, the, some of the channels posted content about racial justice protests in the U.S. We are not playing games. Trump is not just banning TikTok because he's mad at some little kids. They're trying to play these stup- the stupid narrative where they're like, Trump is just mad because they pranked his, his rally. No. No, Trump is concerned that TikTok has been taking data and giving it to the Communist Party of China. Yep. And you were mentioning this earlier about. Yeah, yeah I'll say it. I was so I was watching this documentary on uh, surveillance, and Chinese companies have been building these facial recognition software um, devices, basically, and selling them all across the world. The EU uses them. Uh, Africa uses them. I, I mean, who knows how how many. Um, devices that are on this planet use them but tiktok 
if you think about what that is in their in everybody's smartphone that got facial recognition now they've got all this information now they, they we know that they've been taking bro, information bro. they're like oh they can look at your stuff it's like yeah me, they can also look at your face hold and on. document that go ahead i got i got to tell you guys how much more how much worse tiktok is than you realize did you know that you have a facebook profile now of course many people are probably saying of course i do and many people are saying no i don't i never signed up no 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 quite literally all of you do whether you signed up or you didn't facebook has something called shadow profiles let me, let me explain to you the danger of TikTok and why this, I'm going to, I'm deferring to the experts, but very well may be necessary. Let's say you have your phone, as Adam mentioned, facial, rec- facial recognition, first and foremost, you pop up in the TikTok app and you're filming yourself and you're making duck face or whatever, right? Hmm. Now they know your name, your email, your password, and what your face looks like. And China has hacked U.S. industry in the past. Now your password, which most people reuse everywhere, they can access everything about you. They know your name. They, they know your birthday, probably, if you signed up and put in your birthday. They have your email. They can log into your email, but it gets better than that. They have access to your contact lists. Now, I'm not going to make allegations against TikTok if I, don't, if I can't prove it. I don't know if TikTok takes your mobile list the way Facebook does. But let me tell you what Facebook does. Let's say Adam never signs up for Facebook. And I have on my phone... Facebook app. In my app, my contact list of my phone numbers, I have Adam Krigler. It's got his phone number. Yep. When you open the app, it says, allow us to look at your contact list to find your friends. And everybody says yes. Facebook takes that list and takes Adam Krigler, puts his phone number down. The best part. Here's the best part. Now they have a profile for Adam with just his phone number. But hold on. Adam's sister posted a photo saying me with my with my brother, Adam. Now they add that to his profile, a photo of him. Facebook builds shadow profiles of people because people around you share data that they that the third party never agreed to share. Now think about where that goes with TikTok. If TikTok is on your phone and they've been accused of spying and stealing background data, they do take your contacts. Mm -hmm. Think about this, man. They've got your contact list. They know who your mom is. They know your dad. Now they know your mom. Guess what? They can pull up her information, find her maiden name. Boom. They got your bank account. It's Mm -hmm. that easy. They're going to pull up everything on everybody and have access to all this information. That's why the ban on TikTok was considered. That's why it's serious. It has nothing to do with Trump's thin skin or some woman mocking him online. It has everything to do with the fact that, first of all, we're mad enough that Facebook is, is, is basically spying on us, in effect, and creating shadow profiles for people who never signed up. Now, the last thing I want is Facebook to do it, let alone the Communist Party of China. Yeah. So this is why a ban on TikTok is legit. Now, I'm not going to pretend to know the inner workings of all of this, but I can tell you that we know big tech spies on us. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez herself slammed big tech companies for surveillance and for spying, and I applauded her for doing so. I, and, and now, is she going to come out and be in support of this? I, I really doubt it. I doubt I it. I really doubt it. I doubt it, too. But TikTok is worse. Why is it that when big tech is censoring American citizens, the ACLU, mum's the word, freepress.net, mum's the word. But as soon as Trump talks about banning TikTok, the ACLU steps up and says that would be a violation of human rights. Yeah. Because all these companies and nonprofits are in it for China. Yes, they are. So you ever you ever, you ever notice you're talking with a friend of yours about, uh, you know what I haven't had in a while? Portillo's hot dogs. Mm. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's ads on your computer. Think about that and think about what happens when we're talking about escalating conflict between China China's talking about, you know, they're doing air raid drills. 
there's a real fear of conflict emerging. And now they know everything about you. Let me make it worse for you. Oh, what do you great. think? What do you think would happen in this country once TikTok grants access? Listen, all these young people, all their information now, your password. Now, it gets better. What, can, what if you logged into TikTok using a different app like Facebook or Google? Let's say you log into TikTok, you use your email address and your password, and then they get access to your phone, to your email, to everything. And then they publish all of your private information. You want to talk about real war and disruption of economies? How would you feel? Okay, let's see. Gen Zers, I don't know how many are watching. What would you do if tomorrow all of your private messages and private photos were published on the internet for anyone to see? You would not be happy. Nobody would. Absolutely not. And all of this information can easily be stolen. And if you have a foreign adversary of this country stealing that data, you should not be surprised if they use it and they use it to disrupt our economy. Because I tell you this, man, the biggest economic disruption I could I could think of is if everyone's internet history and private messages became public. All of a sudden, coworkers would hate each other. Bosses would get fired overnight. Everybody would be found out to be racist or sexist or bigoted. Everybody would know everything and it would cause absolute bedlam. More importantly, they can target, um, I don't know, nuisances to them. Let's say you're somebody who is using TikTok and you're speaking out against the atrocities in China, like the Uyghur Muslim crisis, yeah. the genocide. Now they're going to be like, mm, let's publish their private information, destroy their life. There it is. They yep. got rid of a nuisance. So I'll tell you what, man, in 45 days, we'll see how this plays out because it is, it is, it is not a guarantee and then my phone just turned on. That was creepy. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. My phone just went to start recording my voice. What? what yeah. Heck? That was creepy. That is creepy. For real. It just, so I, it, it just turned on and started, words started popping up. <laughs> and I had to turn it what? off. Okay. They're Time coming for passwords. me. Oh, I, I, man. I, I do not have TikTok. I don't nope, either. Never. I do not. So here, here, here's, here's the one thing I will say. We got a big tech problem. Absolutely. We were just ragging on Twitter for shutting down the president for all the censorship stuff. So TikTok is a foreign adversary. I think we should absolutely call it out. Definitely. I defer to the experts on this one, but I'll tell you this, man, if we know what Facebook does, and that's only what we what we know now, I, I don't even want to think about what TikTok is doing hmm. because that data is getting stolen. It's it was, Apparently it was stealing like clipboard data yeah. and data from other apps. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, hmm. and who knows what those other apps actually had access to themselves. Yeah. Imagine, Stereo. imagine some 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 dumb person pulling up that incognito mode and looking at some nasty photos and you know having a good time and then TikTok knows. Oh man, TikTok yep. knows the it, Chinese. It knows Xi Jinping. Yeah. So uh, we talked about this last time. A picture of Mark Zuckerberg, you know, coming up over a wall because <laughs> yeah. Facebook Facebook literally does know when you poop. Yep. I'm not. This not. This is not a joke. They do. Uh, I, okay. Okay. I got to be careful for legal reasons. My understanding, based on an article I read on the internet, whether it's true or not. <laughs> there you go. But I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Xi Jinping knows when you poop. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there it is. Yes, here we Someone go. Someone sent us this board. I love it. This is an actual depiction of him looking at you while you poop. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> there was a story I read that says Facebook knows when you're moving because of lo location tracking. And they know what's around you. And they can predict your behavior. And they can also read your messages. So they know if you're talking about food, they know if you're talking about, you know, I got to run to the bathroom so they can really predict when you're going to go or when you are, you know, in the john. Yep. Now, it's bad enough Mark Zuckerberg knows this stuff. I'm not, I, I wouldn't want Xi Jinping, you know, that's, that's oof, no. way worse. Definitely not. There's no accountability for China. So to get, to get a bit serious, 
if Facebook really did cross the line, we as American citizens could have some kind of accountability. I know it's not perfect because Facebook gets away with a lot, but if it was communist China, we'd sit back and complain about it. That's about it. Yeah. This is crazy. It's not like we're getting in a ground war. story. Yeah. I don't think so. I I don't think so. I think, I think, I think the war we're going to see is going to be designed for the information age. We have not had a great war in the information age. Yeah. So there was something really interesting happened a few years ago. It was the first time we saw uh, footage from both sides of a conflict. I think it was in Syria. You had a tank with a GoPro mounted on it, and it was firing at two guys also with GoPros mounted. Hmm. And both both uh, sets of the footage got uploaded later. And then a news organization, like a news nonprofit, found both both uh, clips and put them together. And they were like. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it to is. To see from both perspectives of the conflict. True. So this is like one of the first, this was one of the first big moves of the information age warf- warfare. Another one, which is kind of horrifying and hilarious, is when the Al-Qassam brigades in Palestine were firing missiles into Israel, and Israel was, you know, striking back, and they were having a flame war on Twitter. <laughs> wow, So really? like, yeah, the IDF was like, we will crush you, you terrorists, and they were oh. like, we will never rest, we're coming for you, and they're like tweeting at each other. So like we're watching these guys tweet each other and like literally try and blow each other up. Wow. You should focus. This is the important factor here is that you need to understand weapons of war will be designed for information warfare. No, if that's some, what we're seeing. If somebody sees a video of like a US ship doing something or a big explosion. Or a big explosion and they're and they're gonna you know, they're gonna be like, Look, that country did it, it's gonna be bad on the international stage. Mm-hmm. Which means information age warfare will need to be as 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 subversive as possible. Or as showy. Showy Yes, to shock and awe, but they can't, it depends on who they want to know, you know, who's doing what. Right. So if they want you to know they're going to come for you, they, it wouldn't be a random explosion. It would be like a gigantic American flag followed by like a bunch of lasers. So like, that's us, you know. But I think because there's a concern about looking oppressive or like looking, looking, look, no matter what you do, whether it's defensive or not, blowing up stuff makes you look bad. We're going to see really weird things. There's going to be stealth. There's going to be, you know, just subversive tactics, suitcase nukes, whatever. Whatever they can do to take things out without anyone knowing they were there. Yep. And the other thing, too, is we won't be able to prove it. They'll make it look like a lightning strike. They'll make it mm-hmm. look like a natural disaster. That's the way they have to play it. I wonder what technologies they're developing today. Yeah, who knows? And at, at any rate, TikTok oh, yeah. has been nuked. Yes. I guess we'll see what happens, man. Good riddance. Yeah. How about we jump over to Super Chats now that we Way we've, uh, late. Wow, yeah. Way, way late, but that's Ooh. because TikTok got banned worth in real time. It. Yeah, it was worth it. And my goodness, so thank you viewers. all for joining us today. My goodness. This is the biggest show we've ever had. Yeah. 62,000 people There's are a lot here of, with us a lot, right now. A lot of people hanging out, so make sure if you haven't already, you smash that like button. Smash it. I mean, Adam's already put on the maga beanie. I mean, so, it, you know, I did it of my own volition. I want to I wanna like make that known. Because I was just all hyped for what Trump's doing. <laughs> Banning TikTok. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, Dude. I'm open about it, but seriously, wow. These kids were getting addicted to it. They were, they're I know. They're addicted. They're making money off it, and that was giving too much control to, infor- to a foreign adversary. And they were controlling who saw what, too. Yeah. So they were Chinese influencing propaganda. our children. And our culture. This, exactly. Seriously, that bothered Not me. okay. Yeah. Definitely not. Yep. Well, if you, uh, so smash the like button, hit the notification bell. We're going to read through Super Chats now. Uh, we're, we'll, 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 we will end up hanging out a little while longer, but also make sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. You can also follow at Adam Krigler in the same places. 
And of course, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S on Twitter and Parler. And for those of you that don't know or haven't, check out TimCast.net and subscribe to my main channel, which is more just me talking about news, because I am very close to breaking 1 million subscribers and I could use your support. Close. Subscribe. I am like... 60,000 subs away from breaking a million. Go, and Tim, very, go. Very, very go, grateful. Tim, go. If every 60,000, well, most probably yeah, are subscribed probably anyway. <laughs> but, uh, how about we read some super chats here? See, oh, what, yeah. see what you guys are saying. Oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Tumnus says, love y'all. I'm going on vacation for a while and going to try and take a break from the news until I, I, uh, I return. I am a Christian and realize I have responsibility to be informed about what is happening. Keep up the great job, and thanks for being a great source of info. Thank you very much for, for tuning in, and thank you for the super chat. Thank you. We have a ton of super chats. This is going to be oh, it's going to be rough. Lauren says, it is time to wage war, I hope you mean figuratively, against Democrats fleeing their BS. I'm ready. Uh, I'm getting ready. To, I'm not going to read the rest of that simply because YouTube is, is unkind. Uh, but but I'll, I'll, I'll uh, summarize it in a more peaceful way. If people are going to leave certain areas and they're bringing bad policies with them, please have a conversation with them about what caused the problems in the first place. Good point. Ian Hall says, Lady Lydia and Space Jesus, did you get white girl wasted? Did you make sure Tim got nothing? (laughs) uh, Anyways, happy unbirthday to Space Jesus. Shame General T. Pool about the beanie discrimination. Also, 2 a.m. Bodega sandwich is awesome, mm. yeah, but man. not as good as Portillo's. Oh, yeah. I like that. That was a good super chat. He got all of them. I got, a, I got a big one here from uh, Epic Monkey AD. It says, this show goes up as one of the top shows in my book. Thank you very much. Ooh. Real questions. Are you going to be hiring journalists soon, or would you consider video chats with subs? I, we... I, I am. To, I'll give it to you, Tim. Desperately trying to get to the point where we can start hiring people, but expansion is required. I'm just going to say it, man. We're getting jammed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. COVID is making it impossible mm-hmm. to actually do anything. And now, of course, I know most people realize this. Where we are right now is supposed to be temporary. Yep. I was trying to buy. I was trying to buy a new building, not particularly expensive, last year, so we could actually have a place to launch a new media venture, and it fell through. COVID hit, and now it's almost impossible. So fingers are crossed that we're actually moving forward because we need the space to actually bring on new staff and do legit journalism, like real fact checkers. Then, then once we get that started and I have an in-house you know, editor-in-chief and all that stuff, there's going to be field reporting. But for the most part, it's going to be a fact-checking organization and aggregator. So Connor O'Brien. Ooh, this looks like bad news. Uh-oh. He says, well, Tim, it finally happened. My firm hired Ida Wells and Kendi to speak for us. I'm currently writing a response letter on the dangers of embracing wokeness that I will distribute to the partner group. Wish me luck. P.S. Emailed my resume, spin the UFO, to spin the UFO. Well, spin the UFO anyway. Good luck, dude. I'm spinning it for you. Yes, good luck. Thanks for speaking out. Definitely. Curtis Reynolds says, I don't think that's what socialists had in mind for wealth redistribution. They've caused the wealthy to be uh, the wealth to be redistributed all throughout the country instead of concentrated in their cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Not the idea. They're like, no, 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 no. Oh, Bye. oh no, we wanted that power. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Brewer says, ever consider that the media keeps perpetuating that Biden will win, so that all the foreheads will re and screech when he loses. The whole Hillary won the popular vote narrative. Oh, of course, man. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. They're gonna say it's illegitimate. Trump cheated. I think that's why they want mail-in voting. Landslide. I think they want... Oh, yeah. Right, it's the only way... The only it's going to happen, man. But I think they want mail-in voting, so that way they can say, look at all these votes that got disqualified. Trump cheated. You know? Darth Florbo. Oof. Ooh. He says, hi from Australia. To add to what Adam said about our lockdown, 
It's only two states that are in lockdown. And he's correct. People are getting fines for being more than five kilometer from home. Whoa. That's crazy. Where I live, it's basically back to normal. Pubs and movies reopened. Wow. Oh, that's good. There's some normalcy coming back. Yeah, I I read that one. Epic Monkey AD says. I read that one, too. Oh, you did. Great. Gareth Green says. Hey, guys, I posted my corrections to you on monarchy, liberalism, and American independence and tagged you guys in threads on Parler and Twitter and sent it to you in a Facebook message as well. Did you see them? Sorry if this was creepy, but history is important. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have not. I didn't, I but I don't, I don't know. How, yeah, try and get it to Adam in whatever. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll check my Parler. I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't really been on, on Parler often, but I should, I should get back on there. I have Parler more as like a backup as of right now. I don't yeah. really use it that much. Yeah, but I, do, I tell people to po- follow me there because in the event, you know. I try, get, to, I try to get on there, but we, I, I, I can I, try more. I, I think that once you get sixty two thousand live viewers on a on a month on a daily show wow. where you got a guy wearing a MAGA beanie, you're in serious <laughs> Trump, danger of Trump twenty twenty. You're in yeah. serious danger of YouTube. Wait, wait, give me yeah. There, there you go. Mm, yeah, we're gonna get right here, <laughs> right here. Yeah, Trump twenty twenty. This is my Hodge twin impression. The more he does, I like it. the more he does that, the closer we are we're getting to yes. getting banned. Thank you, Adam. Just because of this, it's so silly that that's where we're at right now. It's, it's not that just, I support our president, our current well, president, who's doing good things for the American public. They are so desperate. They are desperate, aren't they? They are so desperate. They'll come up with whatever reason. They'll pull up old videos. They'll try and retroactively enforce things. People will lie. They'll take quotes out of context, and then YouTube will be like, "Sorry." Boop, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for, for showing up for us because, seriously, it's because of you guys that we're, we're here, you know. Mental Hay says, love you guys. Closing on my new home August 31st. First time home buyer at Ooh. 34. LOL. Anyway, God bless and MAGA 2020. I'm going to spin the UFO for you. Do it. I feel like you deserve it. I hope you got something not in a city and preferably far from the suburbs, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, just out of the city is as good as you can get. Congrats, though. It's awesome. So this is something that happens when we get too many super chats. YouTube actually deleted an hour of them. No. Yeah. no. Wow. Yep. Oh my gosh. They're gone. It is a crazy, crazy show today. But, but uh, so I'm sorry if we can't we, we can't get to everyone's super chat all the time. But I usually try to make sure we read the first super chats that come in always to be like you know I'm trying. But they nuked them. So we got this. Matthew Brennan says 18 U.S. Code 2441 states. That maiming a non-combatant intentionally is a war crime against the Geneva Convention explicitly. Hmm. Laser and blinding are covered by the specific subsection E wow. on mutilation and maiming. Can Lydia bring this up? We, well, we, I mean, well, we're long past the segment, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I believe you. I yes. can tweet about it. I'll look at it. Justin Gillette says, "Congrats on the three of you breaking the record of having fifty-seven thousand viewers. Let's Woo. go sixty. We did sixty-two. Sixty-two, dude. Huge show today. Yeah." Roger the Trucker says, townhall.com has an article of pickup trucks becoming the target of cancel culture. I saw that. I saw I was I was reading into it a little bit because Why? they're getting higher and, and bigger and like yeah. more like brolic, brolic truck. And they're it's like, getting hard to buy them. They're pedestrian killers now. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they just look s- sweet. <laughs> they look I'm going awesome. to tell you all something right now. What we're seeing with the economic shutdown persisting as long as it has you have not yet begun to see the true ramifications. Oh, no. And I mentioned this several times, but let's say you have a giant freight train. These things don't just stop. If you somehow manage to force the front to just stop dead, all the other carts just fly off the tracks and crash and start rolling down the hills and exploding and all whatever, whatever. That, well, if they're carrying something explosive. The point is... Well, then when you turn on the, the front engine... Everything's gone. 
It's not pulling anything anymore. There's no so listen, nothing. I've been talking to friends who are talking about getting out of the cities. Yep. They're complaining that pickup trucks are becoming hard to find and very expensive. They're complaining about RVs becoming hard to find and very expensive. And there's a massive boon in houses under 400K. It's getting, it's getting spicy out there. Yep. And I mentioned this before. I was trying to buy some equipment for emergencies. And I'm looking at these, these retailers and they're, they're out of stock. So this ripple, I think, is going to come. And I'm wondering, you know, I think one of the reasons Donald Trump is very adamant of ramping up production in the U.S. as fast as possible yeah. is because with, the, with, with COVID now, especially, we don't have stuff because that stuff's made in China. It is. Or, or Taiwan or wherever, but we're, it's getting really difficult to source. I mean, 80% of America's imports come from China. 80%. That's crazy. That, that's so much. Uh, and I think it's like 90% of our pharmaceuticals come from there. So Trump making all these executive orders, bringing, bringing these manufacturing back. Makes sense like, now. Psh. Yeah, man. Mm. Right there. Samuel Farmer says a few things. First, can you play Will of the People tomorrow? Second, request. When, when will we get the produced version? Third, would it be possible to get sheet music for it? I, maybe. Hmm. Um, I've been working with an animation company. And we have an animatic for it. Looks really, really cool. So they're they're in production now for a video, and I don't know when it will be done, but we're gonna have a ton more music because we got a whole bunch of songs, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great and epic. Samuel says, lastly, according to a video I watched, a watch by a historian, never verified his credentials, so he might not have been. The cake Murray was talking about wasn't what we know as cake, but the burnt bits of food that will form on a pan when cooking. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Aaron says, Marie Antoinette's story leaves it the most important info. She said, let them eat brioche. France had a wheat shortage and brioche uses less flour. She was trying to help, sheltered, but not snooty. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Bunch of different ways to look at things, huh? Yeah. Sean P. adds more. Marie Antoinette never said the cake thing. That was propaganda from the revolutionaries, someone else. Just like today, there was fake news even then. Love all the work you all do and have a good, uh, a, a good one from Australia. Thank you very much. You see? Thank you. Joseph Henson says, life is pain, Highness. Anyone saying differently is selling something. <laughs> is that from Princess Bride? That is from Princess Bride. <laughs> Let's see. I love it. Fatty Lutus says, when Adam said, you smell delicious, as a bear, all I thought of was Biden bear. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that video too, right? No, what is it? So down in Mexico, these hikers were, were hiking in, on this path. And this black bear straight up stands up on his hind legs, walks up to this oh, yeah, this yeah, woman, yeah. and just starts smelling her. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I posted. I was like, "Look, it's Biden <laughs> the bear." Yeah, great reference. Ethan Johansson says, "As a farmer, we've been screwed on prices for our products for the last seven years. There are farmers on food stamps. Something needs to change. I'm sorry, groceries have been too low for too long. It's not just COVID causing it." Lone Wolf thirty six says, "Lids is the best." Heart. We like to hear her brain on the program, too, you know. Thanks, guys. Well, she can speak. I do. Thomas Prender, uh, Prendergast says, Tim, I'm about to go down the rabbit hole. Adam, wait. Grabs tinfoil hat. All right. I'll go on the loony bin with you. <laughs> I don't give an... Uh, you know what that reminds me of? You ever see Grandma's Boy? Yeah. When they're in the basement and they're like, let's combine it all. Yeah. And he's like, I'll go to the loony bin with you or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a good movie. Bad guacamole says, Tim, rural land is the only safe investment right now. Gold and silver will fall by land. I agree. Yeah. Ryan uh, Cabral says, appreciate the effort you guys pull off. 
turned 23 yesterday another yesterday birthday um and i'm seeing more and more pro trump messages in my super blue area in san jose california hope more people put up uh pettiness aside and wake up to what is happening across the nation wish you all well happy birthday and thank you very much for for waking up and seeing seeing the truth out there we just had six. We had, we, we had a, uh, a peak concurrent viewer of sixty-two thousand, mm-hmm. which 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 <laughs> is, is sixty-three. It inspires me. It's amazing. I am humbled and honored, and I mean it, because whenever whenever I hear from somebody who I've known to be a progressive telling me they're voting for Trump, the left refuses to acknowledge it. And so, like I'm talking, I was telling a story. I, I I try to keep my personal life, you know, my my private life private. I have family members, like any other person. People don't know about them. They like to make things up online. So I'll keep things vague and I'll mention, like I was having a discussion about universal health care. I mentioned some extended family members that I have who were upset about the health care in other countries and were trying to get to the United States. And then people are like, Tim's lying. He doesn't have family. This is not true. It's like, listen, when I say someone I know for a long time is now a Trump supporter, it's legit. Hi. So well, Hi. I mean, this is one of them. Hi, yeah, he's, talk- of them. he's talking about me anyway. No, I'm not. He's not but, even talking about me, but I'm another example. I was a Democrat. But I don't need to because you're wearing a, a, a MAGA yeah, beanie. Pretty... I know, but the fact well, still wait, wait, remains important. that I was wait, a Democrat in the past. But it's, what's more important is that you are a default urban liberal. Good point. What that means is there may be silent majority <laughs> people who in the past have just said, I guess I'll vote Democrat. Yeah. And now are realizing what's going on. And they're like, whoa. And they're putting on MAGA beanies. Yeah. I am not. I am not exaggerating. A friend of mine that I met at a Black Lives Matter rally in yes. Ferguson, Saint, in, in the Ferguson area, which is St. Louis, was waving Black Lives Matter signs, and like a year ago, was posting on Twitter all this anti-Trump stuff. And today, it's all pro-Trump stuff. You know why? Trafficking, mm-hmm. straight up. Yep, Trump's. It's one of his biggest thing that he's going on. They just this, they just put in like thirty-five million to like seventy-three different country or companies to combat. Human trafficking. Yep. Bravo, President Trump. That's so, amazing. No one else is talking about it. Why? So here's what people want from me. They want me to publish the private details of these people. They, I think they pretend. They say Tim's lying. He doesn't have any friends believing this because they want me to be pressured to be like, okay, here's their name so they can harass them. Good point. I don't know. If, if, I know. I know a ton of people who have, have like, there's a lot of begrudging Trump people. There are some people I know who are holding their nose and saying, I guess I'll vote Trump. There are some people I know who are saying, wow, I didn't realize, and now I'm going to vote for Trump. Some people, Adam, saying Trump's the best, love Trump, whatever. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know if he's the best, but he's he's great. He's doing a lot of really good things that I didn't know before. And every single executive order, he's knocking them out of the park. And I don't see the media even talking about any of these things that other he's than, been doing. Other than lying about him. Other than lying about There's, it, th- taking it out of context and making it seem like it's much worse than... It's not even worse. It's it's good things that are good for the American public. My 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 journey is very simple. I worked in media. I traveled around the world taking pictures, videos, and live streaming uh, worldly events. The media got corrupt and started lying. I started getting more and more annoyed with it. I started getting angry. I started complaining about the media. The media is doing everything in their power to prop up Democrats. I say the media is in mainstream, venture capital funded, yep. powerful establishment brands. And I started getting angrier and angry about it. Which leads me to now say, like seeing the Democrats overlap with this corruption and eventually it becomes the establishment is corrupt. I'm sick of it. Yeah. So now, you know what, man? These people deserve to be voted out. Their companies deserve to fail, all that stuff. J-Mac says, a lot of wealthy coastal Democrats that ruined their states are leaving and going to other states that don't have, 
don't have the problems of CANY, etc. AZ is a battleground state and young people need to wake up and vote local elections, not just presidential. Absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. You know what the problem is? If I came to you and said, Adam, you have two choices. On the one hand, you can work really, really hard all day, every day and feel fulfilled. On the other hand, I'll give you free stuff. Which one do you want? Well, I like feeling fulfilled. I just mean in general. The average person. Well, you're asking me, though. But what I mean is the average person looks at the choices. Hard work or free stuff? (laughs) Free stuff, bro? Yeah. Why am I going to do work? That doesn't make sense. In reality, work is good for you. It feels good. You feel accomplished. It Mm -hmm. makes you happy. Yep. I wonder why so many people on the left identify uh, or have stated in polls or to in stats and everything they have a higher instance of depression they're unfulfilled yeah. they like you, man there's 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 a part of humanity where you build that birdhouse and you're like man i made this this is so cool yep you grow a garden and you're like wow we made I pickles pu- i put that you, we made pickles yeah oh homemade with pickles? our own cucumbers wow yeah yeah i gotta tell you we got a garden and uh we had tomatoes and I can't, what, what else do we have? We had, we had carrots, we had cucumbers, we had zucchinis, we zu- had zucchinis. peppers and peas. We yeah. had, we, I, I had zucchinis and, and onions and it was our own zucchinis. Yeah. There was something magical about looking at a zucchini and I'm like, wow, it's from our garden. I didn't do the work. It was them. It was, it was Lydia. <laughs> yeah, she was the garden. Team effort. But still, it's like, I remember the first time I had a, I had a fresh egg from my own chicken when, when so Ad, Adam and I were living in Miami and I was like, wow, man, you get that egg. And I was kind of like nervous, like I've never actually just eaten something that was part <laughs> of like my own labor or whatever, you know. So it was it was rather incredible. Let's see what else we got. Jake M says, "What we are about to witness, and it will happen very rapidly as this picks up, is who is going to surrender to the other? Citizens disobeying the rules or rulers making the rules? All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others." Yep. Let's read a few more. We did we did end up going late because the breaking news, so I don't want to stick around for too much longer, but we, we, we usually wrap up around 10, but I'll read, a, I'll read a couple more. Safety Off says, three months ago was an earthquake. If you weren't ready then, the tsunami to come will drown you now. Hmm. Prayers for all who are not prepared for what's to come. And that's yep. why I'm getting angry and trying to get this expansion happening with new journalism and everything. But man, we are getting jammed up because of COVID. It is frustrating. Yep. All right, let's see. Laura says, hey, from South Oz, love listening to all of you. Things are all but back to normal here. But do have a woman running around in the, the, uh, the burbs of Adelaide trying to infect others. Whoa, oh, creepy. Morning Featherheart says, what is, uh, what is the mayor is striving to empty New York for fear of major strike? What if? Maybe. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get into that, you know, a bit conspiratorial, I guess. Not necessarily conspiratorial, but very, very speculative. But I will say, the exodus from New York, decentralizing the economy, people buying guns, people, you know, moving out into rural areas. It's a really good thing to happen if a war was about to start. All right, let's see what we got here. Brody Metal says, don't stop. Spin the UFO. Broadcast my support. God bless America. Built five flagpoles today for old faithful Trump support and a Navy flag for my brother that is 17 years Navy. Not done protecting what we believe in. Awesome. Very cool. Amazing. Love it. Richard Julian says, how many civil liberties have to be stripped before armed conflict is justified? I don't know. And I, I don't know if We're armed conflict close. is, ever, I don't know if it's ever justified, but I, I suppose there has to be at some point. It's just, it will be eventually. I've been thinking about getting this. There. I I've mean, been, you, you saw the, the Antifa went to that woman's house yep. and were attacking her with lasers. Trying to blind her. Yeah, exactly. So I've been thinking about this, man. There's going to be a point man. where they attack each other and it's, it's going to be whatever. 
there really is a point at which I know we will be banned from, from YouTube, from Twitter, from Facebook instantly. If it ever really came down to it, what it meant to defend your civil rights and stand up what, what, what you believe in. We're, right now we're in the realm of protest. Standing up for your rights, the silent majority can really push back on this insanity. And I'm hoping that's what we see happen with more people speaking up, standing up, you know, coming and watching our show. Share the, the show if you think it's really good. We're on all the podcast platforms. Really appreciate all the support. And the more I see, you know, people watching our show and our conversations, yep. the more hopeful I become. Definitely. That maybe, maybe that silent majority is going to stand up. Think about it. You can admit my optimism's running off on you a little bit. You know. I mean, on. I got to be honest. 62,000 <laughs> people. Ah, they're plus, here for me. Plus the powerful energy. <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. Right. The powerful energy of Adam Krigler smashing the like button. <laughs> it's true. It makes me think that maybe what, what, what's to come in November is that the silent majority stands up and this massive tsunami looks at these fringe lunatics and says, no. Yep. And that's, that's going to happen. Over. It's all over. It happened with Reagan. It ha- happened with Nixon. Not saying that those presidents were the best presidents. I'm just saying there's a, there a point where the silent majority said enough. Yep. We saw what happened in the UK, man. Mm-hmm. It was it was the Boris Johnson wave. Maybe we'll have something like that here. Yep. Before with, we go, before we go, smash that like button. Oh, it went 40, to 40,000 as I said it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you, so everybody. Cool. I was going to say, help us get to 40,000 likes, Woo. and you guys did it. You guys are the best. Seriously. Can we break 50? We, are we the, did last We have time. the best fan base. Likes? You guys are awesome. After the show. I don't yeah. know what they're yeah. saying, but seriously, <laughs> thank you. Thank you all. Yes, thank you. Really amazing. You guys are the best. You gave us the biggest show. Friends. Ever. This was the biggest show that we've ever had tonight. But, but we keep having the biggest show like know, every other happening. week, you know? What's going week, on? And I'm going to keep celebrating it <laughs> nonstop because of these amazing people that show up for us. It's awesome. So fake, thank you. Thank fake you Fake election much. night's going to be amazing. Tomorrow night is jam night yes so we're going to be playing some music uh somebody requested will of the people so my songs maybe maybe i'll play it maybe he'll play it who knows i have covered it before he does play it better than i do so we'll see maybe i'll play it better than ever before you go before you go before you go most of you have already smashed that like button (laughs) greatly appreciate it uh hit the notification bell so that you know when we're going live it's monday through friday at 8 p.m subscribe because we put up clips from the show and if you can't check it out live we'll have clips up throughout the day appreciate my clips please yes yes lydia produces them all share this and there's one more thing if you haven't already if you don't know that i have an actual a main channel over at timcast.net it'll redirect you to the youtube channel i am very very close to breaking 1 million subscribers and with your help i can get there much much faster either way i think i'm gonna hit it in like a month so i'm really excited for this yeah and again just like the growth of this channel and this show has been ridiculous and amazing, and it's inspiring. And I know that, you know, even if come fake election night, I say that because <laughs> November 3rd is going to be who knows what. Right. But, yeah. You know, I think that we're still going to be here, hopefully, and we'll be able to keep, you know, bringing you news and information. And my goal, regardless of what happens with the violation of our rights, with the expansion of these lunatics, is I'm going to do my best to make sure information can get out. Yep. And so... That's what we're going to be here for. You can also check out Adamcast IRL on YouTube. And that's that's my new show that I'm doing by myself. And I, I do deep dives and it's going to be fun. I'm going to continue on after we get to the new location. I know. Hopefully. I Maybe I should just set up a studio anyway somewhere in this house so I can continue. That, the plan was for me to set up my own spot. Um, I was going to 
we are supposed to be moving to this new location. We're kind of getting jammed up a little bit, but uh, of COVID, man. There, is, there are some videos. I did a deep dive on Donald Trump. I did one on Tesla and you can check them out. Adam cast IRL. I also upload um, my live music sessions from Friday nights and from previous episodes. So check it out. Friends, thank you all so much for all the likes, all the love, and coming to the show. Come back tomorrow at 8 p.m. Hangout, and then at 10 tomorrow night, we'll be playing some music. Adam's going to bust out the whiskey, and we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. Whiskey night. Thank you so much for hanging out, and we will see you all tomorrow. Bye, guys. Good night, everybody.